0: never laugh as a hearse goes by for you may be the next to die they wrap you up in bloody sheets to drop you six feet underneath they put you in a pine wood box and cover you up with dirt and rock tonight we're discussing an unsolved case of two young women and a mother who disappeared from Springfield Missouri as well as some potential butthole suspects. There's also a connection to our family, so stay tuned. Listener discretion is always advised. All aboard the Midnight Train. Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train podcast, where we bring the dark to light. Yes, we make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. We are a comedy podcast, and you know things can get pretty dark. So if you're not into that, no hard feelings. But if you are, thanks for being just as twisted and screwed up as we are. I am your host, the conductor, the cryptic Jonathan Sayer, and with me always are my co-hosts, Mr. Moody and Logan. You don't even give yourself an applause anymore.
1: No, no one gets applause today. Why? I don't know. It's not fair. It's it is fair if because if, if I give it to one person I got to give it to everybody and then we're handing out participation trophies and then where the fuck are we? <laughs> oh yeah everybody gets a trophy exactly
0: uh, I see what you're saying
1: okay. I'm not I'm not having that shit right
0: well of course we're going to save the business until the end so make sure you're paying attention also we do have an announcement for a contest so make sure you're paying attention until after we're done and uh, yeah it's, it's going to be this a, the uh, it's going to be a good it's one the swimsuit competition right correct Awesome but only we're in it yeah that's what yeah I'm saying. yeah it's gonna they be have great.
1: to judge the three of us. Speedos.
0: Kramath Moody already won. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, make sure you're uh, staying around to the end. Until then, uh, let's turn down the lights. Okay. Adjust our seats. Done. Grab a drink. No. And let's get spooky. But first, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. All right, so tonight we are taking the train back to True Crimeville. You know, n- not an actual place, just so you guys know, it's kind of metaphorical, right? I, I would assume. I'd, yes, it'd be amazing if there was a place actually called like, Welcome to True Crimeville. Population <laughs> dwindles every day. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you I feel like we're just talking about like, Compton or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. Like, sorry, like, yeah, every day, you some it's it's like their their population's a dry erase board.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you see the movies, it's like. You're driving into town, and it's, like, population, like, 55, and then, like, they drive by, and, like, one of the numbers falls off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yes, actually, we're heading into the true crime territory here. Unsolved, as per the usual, the case, or cases, if you will, also has a, a, everything. It's got a kind of a crazy connection to one of, uh, well, actually, two of us here, and one one particular me, myself. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely be talking about that here. But first, we're going to talk about the Springfield 3. The Springfield 3 is an unsolved missing persons case that began on June 7th in 1992, so not too long ago.
1: No, yeah. Was, you uh, know, like well, 20- I mean, fucking, that's like 20 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: God. Okay, isn't it 40?
1: We're old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <yuck>. uh, <laughs> I was watching something and uh, reading. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? yeah, I'm good. I turned my headphones <laughs> up and then he talked and it was like, pop. Was, I saw something
1: like, uh, it was like if... Um, it was like whenever Days and Confused came out, like if they made a movie about the same time period back, like right now it would be oh, like yeah. from like two thousand five or something, something like, that, like that. I saw one that like, said, "God
0: damn it!" That what is it? We're as close to nineteen eighty as nineteen eighty was to nineteen like or yeah, or
1: something like that. I was like, oh. "I hate when they, I hate when they <laughs> put."
0: I hate when they put you into perspective. Yeah, I don't like that. So the Springfield three is an unsolved missing persons case that began again in uh, nineteen ninety two when. Friends Suzanne, Susie Streeter, and Stacy McCall, and Streeter's mother Cheryl Levitt. Uh, Le- Levitt, I'd say it's Levitt, right? I think Levitt? It's Levitt, Levitt. This shit is good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's also a banger. so Be careful, drinking some Mad Elf because it's Christmas season, right? No, but it's all—it's not Christmas season, people. It's if you here, put bro. your shit up, ooh, it's eleven percent. Oh yeah. Oh, boy. He's a big boy. Glad I'm not going to work (laughs) tonight. (laughs) So, uh, Levitt, okay, they went missing from Levitt's home in Springfield, Missouri. Then we're going to roll into uh, a little bit of a talk here. Not a little bit, a lot of talk about a giant hunk of shit named Larry Dwayne Hall. and Uh, It's
1: not Dwayne. It's Dwayne. 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 So, he's got, I'm just going to throw it out there. His name is Gary Dwayne Hall, and he's got a brother who's... uh, No, he's Larry Larry his, and his brother's brother is name is it. Gary uh, it's not Wayne but it's something it's it's Larry Dwayne Hall and Gary like Lane Hall or something like Hey that. Moody.
0: Yeah. Knock knock. Who's there?
1: Uh. Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the bathtub my hands are <laughs> ploony <laughs> <laughs> you're stealing my joke Thunder. <laughs> I I'm the bad joke guy, right uh,
0: It's freaking amazing. I
1: can't wait to in, I can't wait to throw some puns in.
0: Yeah. So the guy's a total turd, by the way, and we'll <laughs> talk about a couple other turds in here as well. So I just
1: remembered, I did put a line in here that I want to see if you catch when you're reading it. I don't know if you caught I've it. I've already went through, through
0: it. it once, so I don't know. Maybe I'll if see. If you
1: didn't see it then, then you probably I
0: probably didn't. Probably, yeah. or, and, and it's going to be one of those that I'm just going to laugh when you go by it. I'm oh, like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so also in our discussion of Mr. Hall, we shall get to the personal connection to yes. us here at the train. So without further ado, let's Pretty get into this craziness. All right. So 29 years ago. Susie Streeter, uh, 19, her mother, Cheryl Levitt, 47, and her friend, Stacy McCall, 18, disappeared without a trace from their central Springfield home. Authorities have gathered many theories to explain what could have happened. Some people have even gone as far as blaming alien abduction and the rapture. <laughs> but why not? Right? <laughs> and of course, we can't go one single episode without alien abductions. No, because no. Because they're just when there. You, when
1: you have people disappearing without a trace. Correct.
0: It is a viable
1: option, in my opinion.
0: Yes, in your opinion, it is.
1: Yeah. I yes. mean, it
0: should be in everyone's opinion. Ah, and why is that? Because it happens. That's your answer?
1: Yeah, alien objections happen.
0: Oh, do they? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, anyways, <laughs> the day before the three went missing, the two girls were celebrating. They had just graduated from high school that day, the day before, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we're planning on going to a friend's house for a party later that the next day. So the day they disappeared, so they uh,
1: yeah. So basically, um, <clears throat> they had graduated high school that day. They were supposed to go to a party that night. They didn't go because there was too many people there. And then the next day, they were gone. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, it's weird. And uh, before I gave you this the the topic that I wanted to do, have you ever heard of this? Nope, never case? heard of it. Not yeah. Not and once. and the weirdest thing about it, and as we go through it, is you'll find out is that it's like. To be honest, alien abduction, it, it it seems plausible because there's zero, like, fuck all there. The only mm. thing, and we'll talk about it here as we're going through it and now pinpoint it when we get to it, there's one thing that makes me go... Okay. Not aliens. Not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not aliens. Right. So, we'll, we'll, yeah, anyway, we'll get to that. So, the two initially, okay. the girls right. intended to head to their friend uh, Janelle Kirby's house, but it was too crowded. And instead, they went back to the, the home Streeter shared with her mother. So, they went back to Streeter's mom's house. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, which would be Cheryl Levitt. The next day, Correct. the girls were supposed to meet up with Kirby and her boyfriend to go to a water park. They did not show up at Kirby's house, so Kirby and her boyfriend went to the girl's house to see what was going on. They assumed the girls had just overslept. When they got, well, probably because, you know, they were probably hanging out. They just graduated. They're probably feeling good. Whatever. Went over to a friend's house. Yeah, yeah. You know, staying up all night, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stealing my mom's vodka. Here, fill it with water. (laughs) I never did that, by the way. I never, we never
1: had like a liquor cabinet in my house. I so didn't do that.
0: Yeah, no, my mom I did
1: steal some Miller lights at one point and toss the cans in the woods. And then my fucking dog sniffed them
0: out and sold me out. I used to steal my mom's steal weed, a bitch. That was pretty much it. I used <laughs> to steal my grandma's cooking. Sherry. What? <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. You'd be
1: better off with the robot. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: They got some scissors. <laughs> That's <laughs> anyway. So uh, when they got to the house, the girls were not there and there was no sign of the mother either. When they arrived at the home, Kirby found the front door unlocked and entered the house to find it empty, despite the women's car still being outside. The family dog, however, was present and was described as agitated. Dog was pissed. Right, so the dog, you know, but then again, I mean, is the dog... These he could have just been hungry. Or could have just not liked the people coming in their house.
1: I assume if they just went in, the dog didn't, like, come after him. He probably knew him, though, right? I mean, maybe. I'm assuming. You know what happens when you assume. Yeah, you make a guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why, well, yes, that's correct. <laughs> so, Kirby also noticed that the uh, porch light was smashed and there was glass everywhere. Oh. She decided to go ahead and clean up, and unfortunately, not reali- realizing it, may have destroyed some evidence while cleaning the mess. There seems to be a couple cases during this thing, or the, a couple instances during this case, that that kind of seems to happen. Yeah. Where people inadvertently do something possibly mess up a, a crime yeah. scene here yeah. and again like you don't know you're not you're not suspecting you're not expecting anything
1: expecting someone to be fucking missing right you
0: go to your friend's house you see their cars there you think oh maybe they went someplace and you see something broken you're a nice friend at that point you're cleaning yeah. this shit up you know But anyway um kirby and her boyfriend started to look around the house and the phone rang kirby answered the phone call uh the phone call and said that the call was full of quote sexual innuendo she hung up, and then another call came through, and it was basically the same as the first, which is fucking weird, yeah. especially considering the time they were there. Hmm. so in my head, I'm thinking, it was this person just calling constantly, or did this person happen to see them going to the house right, 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 right? You know what I mean yeah, yeah
1: I don't know I mean they say, is that thunder. Uh,
0: no, something rolling around.
1: Oh. Floor, yeah. <laughs> um, it does say later, though, that uh, the police don't think that those calls had anything to do with this.
0: Mm. So there's just some random They think dude. it was just like a prank. Uh, oh, it does say. Yeah, anyway, but it's, it's, that doesn't seem whatever. So a few hours later, McCall's mother arrived at the property after she failed to reach her daughter on the phone. Okay. So this is the girl that was spending the night. This is her mother. Yes. Right. So this is the, the friend that was spending the night. Right. Of right. the two girls that are missing. This right. is her mother. Correct. Right. All right. Um, she noted Susie's clothes, purse, and cigarettes were still in the house and decided to call the police. And she had no problem with cigarettes
1: being there? Her daughter had cigarettes? Well, mm. She's an adult, technically. Mm. Maybe. She might have been 17. Mm-hmm. No, it says she was 19 and 18 up there. Oh, did it? I missed that point. <laughs> Catch up, mustard. How the fuck did yes. I not... All right. Yeah, yeah. So... Wait, she, the one just graduated, she was
0: 19? Yeah, maybe she, you know, wasn't paying attention... She's too busy smoking that's cigarettes. I barely, I, I barely passed the, high school. In, in the girls' bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she was smoking in the boys' room. that's what it
1: Smoking something. Yeah, well, probably.
0: So anyway, she ended up calling the police. While doing so, she noticed there was a message on the answer machine. Listening to okay. it, she later described it as strange, but inadvertently deleted it. There's another one where she just, again not thinking i I was
1: looking around to see if if they said what was on the because i assume that she remembered something about what the message was couldn't find anywhere uh that reported what the message was though
0: Mm. okay now they're cleaning up a broken uh light is one thing would you go if you came over to my house on the the answer machine and i wasn't here would you delete a fucking message off my answer machine no uh, less, right you know what i mean I like, mean, suspicious
1: if you had an answering machine i'd wonder what the fuck you were doing right?
0: <laughs> i'm totally getting an answering machine now yep.
1: with the whole little tape in it
0: yeah and it's it, absolutely <laughs> it's gonna be all no fucking I, weird.
1: I, I don't know like i don't know how good of friends they were i assume they were good friends like family friends and shit so i mean maybe they were like it's been so long maybe they were just legitimately worried and she's like oh i don't know maybe this message has maybe we could fucking figure something out you know she was
0: probably freaking out by that point you think she maybe accidentally deleted it I f- I feel it says it says inadvertently, inadvertently, so like yeah. she was
1: listening to it. And maybe he hit the wrong button then.
0: I'll bet she feels like an asshole. <laughs> like,
1: fuck. But like I'm saying, like, damn these should, big thumbs. She had to like at least remember what it said. Right. But I couldn't find anything. Yeah. about it. Like I couldn't find anything about what it said.
0: Well, the police believe that the message may have contained evidence and it was unconnected to the sexual calls made when Kirby was present, which are largely dismissed as a prank. Just weird. Somebody's pranking. During this time. And I guess, you know, shit, shit can be very coincidental. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It just seems very odd. So it was now 16 sure. hours since the two girls had been confirmed to have been seen. The mother had uh, had last been heard from at 11.15 the night before when she had called a friend of hers. When Kirby first accessed the property at 9 a.m., more and more friends and relatives came looking for their loved ones with up to 20 people walking through the house. Oof. So bad. It reminds me of Hinter Kaifek. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where they just, people were just like, hey, what's going on in here?
0: There was like, a dude literally making food. Yeah. He was making food for people <laughs> in a crime scene. Yeah. Just walking over shit. Oh my God. So the crime scene obviously became utterly compromised and in needing a warrant, police were unable to enter until until June 8th. By June 9th, they had called the FBI. Now, uh, um, don't they have probable cause? Yeah. You don't need prob- a warrant if you have probable cause, right?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Be, maybe because there was no signs of any kind
0: of foul play, or maybe they weren't actually considered missing at that point. Yeah, maybe because
1: it was under twenty four hours. Because I know they say you got to be missing for twenty four hours before. Which
0: is report. the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> know, right? in the world.
1: Unless it's like a, a kid, and you're like, oh god, she's fucking gone. Like yeah. then they'll. But like, like I couldn't report you missing. They'd be like, well, he's a fucking adult, sir.
0: Is that in Ohio, or is that twenty-four hours? Is that the thing here? Because I know some states is different. I don't Uh, know if uh, it goes. I think for for
1: like adults, it's
0: twenty-four hours. I thought it was a farce. I thought it was as soon as you think someone's not around. Yeah, I thought they changed that at least in some places. I'm not sure. But it's it's like it's. I assume
1: though, if you call and you're just like, no, look, this dude is fucking missing. Do something about it. Well,
0: yeah, that. But I
1: know with adults though, because like if I were to call and be like, "Uh, yeah, my buddy John, I'm uh, he's missing. Like I haven't heard from him in two days. No one's really sure where he's at. They'd be like how old is he? I'll be like, he's 72. And they're going to be like, be like, well, he's a grown ass adult. He can do whatever he wants to. What am I? Chainsaw?
0: <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, I said 72, not 702. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Logan, do me a favor. Can you look that up and see if, uh, by any chance they're, uh, what the what is yeah it? if if every or does it go by county district you know what i mean like i'd like to know for a fact what that is no no so quote the only unusual um unusual about this house i guess unusual thing about this house was that three women were missing from it retired springfield police captain tony glenn told news leader in 2006 goes on to say quote you had this feeling as you looked around that something was missing that something had to be missing but there wasn't just them and that's what i'm saying that's weird it's so weird <laughs> so weird like literally no, like their
1: keys were there their clothes were there everything was there. there was nothing not a damn thing missing from the
0: house and and then well and we'll talk about it here in a sec but there was like one thing that seemed to be kind of out of place but other than that yeah. nothing yeah so regardless there was a uh, very little evidence at the property with no signs of a struggle or blood present all three women owned a car, and all three vehicles were still present at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Levitt's blue Corsica was in the carport. Oh. Streets uh, Streeter's uh, red Ford Escort. Ah, the old Ford Escort, huh? And McCall's Toyota Corolla were in the circle drive. The keys were all in the house. Their purses were at the bottom of the stairs, and an, an inviting graduation cake was waiting in the fridge. The
1: fucking cake was still there, dude. I'm not going to lie. If I was going to do something and I found like, if I was going through so much, you'd shit, take that fucking cake. That the cake's you? coming with me. You would totally take that cake.
0: You'd probably be, forget about them and just take the cake. I would be the worst fucking burglar. <laughs> you'd be like, be like sir, right,
1: you guys are coming. Oh wait, what kind of cake is that? <laughs> like you meant the police report. Like if I broke into someone's house, I'd be like, okay, well what's missing? Well, all the valuables are still here, but most of my food
0: is gone. Just remember that listeners. If you're all, if, if some of you out there are not hashtag safe from Moody, just buy a cake. So if he breaks in, just throw the cake at him.
1: If you if I broke into your house and you were just like, dude, I got cake, I'd be like, all right, we're good. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Do you want some pie? Pie is also I like pie. Pie is well. a good yeah. Pie I like good. I
0: like I like a good pie. Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, Levitt's bed had been slept in. And her book was even turned over on the nightstand, ready to be resumed. Yeah. The two young two young women had also certainly gotten prepared for bed, washing their makeup off and leaving their jewelry by the basin. So they're getting ready for bed. Yeah, When it's yeah, t- it looks like it. So uh, McCall left her, uh, this is the part I was talking about. McCall left her shorts and placed them by Streeter's uh, waterbed. And given that no other clothing appeared to be missing, she is likely to have vanished in just a t-shirt and her underpants. Yeah, that's fucking weird. That's the part that I'm like, all right, somebody snatched them. Alien. Forcibly snatched them. I mean, whether it's aliens or you know,
1: I guess th- aliens would technically have forcibly snatched her yes. Correct. Correct.
0: So I, I found information for you.
1: Ooh. Oh, what do you got? What do you got, buddy?
0: Um, so if it's a, a ch- uh, someone under eighteen years of age, they're considered a child, and therefore there is no twenty-four hour waiting period in a in a state or province, sort of, whatever you want to call it, with an Amber Alert plan. Um, okay. but if you are over eighteen, um, <coughs> depends on jurisdiction if they take action immediately or not.
1: Uh, so that's okay. That's what I figured under 18, they're going to do, they'll treat it as like,
0: Oh yeah. Well, as they should.
1: And then I'll get the the stupid thing on my phone.
0: (laughs) Dude, I had, I don't know what was going on with my phone one day, but it was the same Amber alert and it was going off like every 20 minutes and I couldn't get rid of it. I'm like, what the hell? Like I felt bad because obviously there was a kid missing. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking horrible, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like either this is a severe emergency or like the president's kid. You know what I mean? Like, what this is like going off all day. So, yeah, so that's odd to me that... Her pants were there? That her pants were there. You know what I mean? So, to me, then immediately, that's foul play all over the fucking place. It sounds like... In my opinion, you know what I mean? So, the only sign of any disturbance at all was the shattered porch light, which, unfortunately, their friend Kirby cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. The possibility exists that the light was deliberately broken to draw Levitt, Streeter, and McCall out of the house just after the two young women arrived home Or another deception was used to the same effect, yet that can only be speculation. So, okay, you're a dickhead and you're trying to freaking savagely, you know, take somebody, kidnap somebody. But,
1: I mean, it wasn't even, like, it's not even savagely, though. There was not even a sign of a, there was no signs of a struggle of any type.
0: Okay, so, well, regardless, okay, you want to get somebody's attention. Freaking pop that light. Someone's going to come out there. You
1: hear it and you're like, what the hell was that? Yeah, especially
0: if, like, the door was locked. You know what I mean? Can't just walk in there, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It seems seems very old. Very old. It's it's a it's a kooky situation. Yes, thousands of posters went up throughout Springfield. Uh, police logged five thousand two hundred tips in the case and gave polygraphs to numerous people. That's a lot of and tips. You know how we feel about polygraphs. They searched woods and fields throughout the Ozark area and made inquiries in twenty one different states, all to little avail. So they were like going hard on this.
1: Oh yeah, dude. This you is I mean? a big deal.
0: Yeah, going hard. One potential piece of evidence was a letter left at a news leader rack at Smitty's. Now this is the part I yeah, was this talking is weird. about. This is weird, dude. And we'll, we'll come back to it at the, a little bit later here, but the letter had a drawing of the Boulevard road apartments with the phrase quote, use ruse of gas, man, checking for leak written on it. And it says what it may have meant is unknown, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, throw my two cents here in a minute please do
1: please do i'd love
0: to hear it so an image of a transient man in the area was distributed as was a photograph of a retouched dodge van remember that van please seen by the home on june 7th the van is seemingly crucial to the case as an eyewitness claims to have seen streeter driving a green dodge later in the day on june 7th and apparently under duress a male voice telling her not to do anything stupid so somebody supposedly supposedly right supposedly said that they, <laughs> sorry i had to do that new, new time listeners like it's not supposedly dick yeah we know it's just an ongoing joke sorry deal with it sorry yeah so um i i, I guess <clears throat> so they have an eyewitness that claims they saw her
1: in some sort of greenish van
0: right so another witness reported seeing the van with a blonde female driver at a local grocery store and was suspicious enough to write down the license plate on a newspaper. But unfortunately, <laughs> he threw the newspaper away before contacting authorities. What an asshole. Like, it's just. Why bother write it down? I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. This
1: is one of those cases where it's just like bad luck and just shit at every yeah, turn. Yeah. Like, it what do you people do? It doesn't make any sense. At least this one doesn't seem like it was the police fault. No, no, usually none of these the, so
0: far. Usually the police are fucking up. Yeah, none, right. none of these are the police's fault no, right now Yeah, no. so far. so They're trying. Yeah, it seems like it. So the hunt for the three women was relentless with police logging. And speaking of the police, logging 1,632 hours of overtime in the case over 10 days. Damn. They were busting their asses. That's fucking nuts. That's, they were busting their asses. That's a lot of people working a lot of hours. Absolutely. Man theorizing the transient might have been involved or the answer lay in the background of Cheryl Levitt. Or Levitt. Damn it, I keep saying, I want to say Levitt for some reason. Mm. Like Levin furniture. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you, you guys I have hear? Levin furniture out there. Or not. I don't <laughs> think so. We have a Levin furniture. We do. Yeah, We have several. They're expensive as shit, by the way. Yeah, they are. Super dude. expensive. It's like yeah. fish. You ever been to fish furniture? Uh, oh my God. Like dumb expensive? Stupid expensive. Like, oh man, it's a really nice table. Yeah, it's a $1,000. What? <sighs> Damn. Yeah, I can build that. Yeah. not 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 today i i mean i it wouldn't be that nice but i could still build a table
1: good you just need a milk crate and uh some boards <laughs> right or several milk crates and the boards i don't even need the boards just milk crates just milk crates, crates. <laughs> just milk crates. It's true yeah boom
0: yeah. table there it is so a new lead appeared on june 24th when a waitress came forward to say the three missing women had been at george's steakhouse Between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. with earlier evidence on the timing of the younger woman's movements, suggesting this is likely to have been near the end of that window. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is like probably when people are when they're kind of put in the window of when people saw them last or whatever. This seems to be at the tail end of it.
1: Like this is like one of the
0: last times that somebody may have actually seen them. Right. So the witness said Streeter appeared to be drunk and her mother tried to calm her. The sighting has never been confirmed, though. Drunk or drugged? I was thinking that, too like was she Mm. doped up and and, uh, here's there's a lot of like shit see the only thing is you gotta watch is
1: you can't trust it's been proven that you can't trust eyewitnesses
0: right right. oh it's horrible
1: like it could have been somebody it could have been a group of women out having a good time and they just had a a passing resemblance to them you know what I mean or they didn't even fucking look like them but you're looking for those people because they're all over the place you're like that's them but it's fucking
0: not even close and it's actually two guys and a monkey it's true, yeah. Right. They actually... Uh, like, I saw those girls. Like, they confirmed. No, that, those were, that it was, was Fabio good. and... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But they, they do say that, too, like, um, when it comes to, like, eyewitness reports and stuff like that, that they're, like, what is it, like, 10% accurate most times what or did, something like so that?
1: For instance, the other day, I was at my daughter's hockey practice, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of guys talking, and basically there was an issue and whatever. So I was talking to one of the girls. Do you almost and, get another
0: fight? No, no, no. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh but I was talking to one of the girls at work there and she was like, "Well, who was like basically the one guy was talking shit to another it was whatever." And she's like, "Well, who was the guy that this guy was talking to?" And this was literally 5 minutes after I saw this happening. And like I walked back out there and we're like I was like I think the guy, I don't know, he had a beard or whatever. And like we're looking and there's like nobody there with a beard. And then there was a dude on the phone and she's like, "Was it that guy?" I'm like, Oh, yeah, it might have been that guy. And, like, he was, like, and I looked at him, and I'm like, that is not even close to what I remember that dude looking like when I was sitting there looking at him.
0: Yeah, it's very rare for people, like, I mean, you do have pe- cases of of people with, like, photographic memories and stuff like that yeah, that can yeah. actually, like, hold on to detail, yeah. you know? But, I mean, if you were, let's just say hypothetically, the the witness or whatever wasn't aware of these people missing... You're just glancing around and you happen to see three people. Exactly. You don't fucking you know what up. I mean. Yeah. You don't, there, could have been a four, there could have been a kid on the seat there that you didn't see. Yeah, or because if that's you know? the
1: case, they probably did see that before they even really knew what was going on. Right.
0: That's what I'm saying. And then they try to correlate the two. They
1: saw a picture of them and they're like, oh, that could have been. Yeah. I oh, man.
0: I swear I saw them. Right. And you probably saw the back of them one. T- you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just yeah. so whatever. So going nowhere, the investigation was featured on the December 31st edition of America's Most Wanted and produced 29 calls. Wow. One stood out above the others when a caller claimed he had information about the three disappearances. However, attempts to link the caller caller with the investigators failed as he became spooked and hung up. Police appealed for him to get in touch again, but he never did, and his identity remains a mystery. So they don't track those calls?
1: Maybe they do, and it was like a payphone or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean this was uh, <laughs> they probably don't I mean they probably didn't track that shit because you can a lot of that stuff you can re- remain anonymous yeah
0: yeah I guess uh, it's just so like everything in this is just so like
1: uh, mother, yeah. you know what I mean right. like son of a yeah. bitch like, so real quick too I forgot to put it in there though um, I just wanted to say where that most of that information came from because there was a really good article that I got all that mostly mm-hmm. from uh-huh. it was from a website called frontpagedetectives.com uh, and I kind of was like, I always end up going down rabbit holes when I find these websites. It's a really cool website that has a lot of good information about like true crime stuff unsolved stuff like that. So awesome. And what's it, it called again? Frontpagedetectives.com.
0: Awesome. So check that you get out. you have a chance to check that yeah, out, let go them go know that them out, we, we sent you. So another program, 48 Hours, and uh, you've seen that, I'm sure yeah, everyone's yeah. seen 48 yep. Hours, yep. shadowed police for weeks as they investigated this case, showing pictures from the search and officers sifting through the many leads. Nothing led to a workable angle, and the case went cold. Five years later, Springfield police announced it could no longer justify the money spent on the matter officially shutting the case down. It sucks. Shut it down. Yeah, so that's it's extremely odd. Three women literally just disappeared without a trace. No signs of a struggle, no robbery, no blood, everything left in place. Like I said, maybe it was aliens. I'm just
1: saying it's not out of the realm of possibility.
0: Yeah. Now, listen. And again, you know why we do these? Because if you guys are familiar with Springfield or this case or if you're not and you guys want to go and check it out or maybe you know someone up there or you heard something, whatever, get a hold of the Springfield, Missouri Police Department. And if you have any leads or whatever on that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this is know, this is crazy. This is one of those ones. I've never heard about this shit. Like, it, it's one thing. And by no means am I saying, oh, it's better when they have a body. I'm not saying that. At least you have closure. But then. at least there's something. It's closure. This is fuck all.
1: Like, if you had... If you're... if Just imagine that. Like, if you're... Well, like, someone in your family went missing, you just never figured out what the hell happened.
0: Just nothing. Right. Nothing. I would
1: rather know, like, that they were, like, dead and I think most... Yeah, I think
0: majority of the people would it's probably... It's
1: that closure, man, because you never know.
0: Unless you're one of those people that, like, was... Hold there's, on to the hope. If a I don't lot know people, about it, they're yeah. still alive. They're still alive. You know? I know they're still alive. And that happens a lot. I it listen... Could, it could be, though, too. You, you know, guys right? out there know that I listen to nothing you see those stories and... of people that
1: get kidnapped, and then fucking 20 years later, they show up. They're like, it's me.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it happens
1: all the time. And That's It's just happened recently, I think.
0: Did you... Uh, but speaking of which, um, little side note here, and we're going to get back into this. Did you see that... Um, Dude, the... the, the oh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Anyway, two of the guys that were supposedly killed... Um, Um Malcolm X are being exonerated? No. Yeah. Really? This just happened because there was some Netflix documentary or whatever. Oh, okay. That brought like some new evidence Evidence, out. Yeah. And I guess two of the guys are being exonerated. Wow. Yeah. Which is fucking wild. Wow. That is (laughs) wow. Wow. That's just wild. Wild. Wow, man. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's crazy. This guy's being exonerated here. Sorry. He didn't kill anybody. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to do some further research on that, too, and yeah, come okay. back and check it out and see, because it's just yeah, crazy. Cool. And I do have an awesome idea for a bonus that we're going to be dropping this week. So Patreon po- uh, poopers out there, I have, a, yeah? I have a cool idea for a bonus. We're going to be recording right after this episode. So nice. make sure you sign up to become a pooper. Anyway, moving on. Jesus, is my brain. I'm on new drugs, by the way. <laughs> Woo! Your squirrels are running in different directions. Oh, dragons. man. It, I'm actually really liking it a lot, to be honest yeah? with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only been on it for a few days, so I don't really think it's working. I think it's psychosomatic. Hey, whatever. But it's making me feel like, worse. oh all right. If right. it's doing that, it's working. Yeah, we'll see. So, okay. You guys may be asking yourself, but guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> There's got to be a suspect or something. Is there? Hey, John. hmm Is there a suspect or something? Well, we found a couple. And Ooh. we kind of mentioned a really serious butthole earlier so let's oh, go ahead yeah. and talk about these uh, these there's, fine, there's another
1: there's a couple of guys on here that are like wow all right and then there's two guys in particular that are just like it's got
0: to be one of them yeah so it's let's, not aliens if it's not aliens uh, it's right. one of those two so let's get into these fine upstanding gentlemen oh yeah. wait i mean oh buttholes so first, there's Gerard. Gerard. <laughs> did I write buttholes? No, I did. No, <laughs> I'm re- referencing anyone. If dude, if you do any of the shit these guys are and not accused of, but dude, literally, guilting, they're buttholes. No, buttholes. Like are you're amazing. a fucking butthole. You're a well, raging all butthole. these all these guys were guilty of something. you correct. So Gerard, um, Gerald. <laughs> I want to say Gerard. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> 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 Gerald Carnahan so no, Gerald Carnahan, a businessman <laughs>
1: Gerald.
0: okay, he was convicted in the 1985 killing of oh. Jackie Johns, 25 oh years after it happened. What a dick. Yep he has ties to Springfield and a long history of legal troubles, including oh yeah, let's see what he we'll got. we seen January 13th 1994, second degree burglary of a business two oh. years prison sentence oh my oh, gosh, okay. but two years for that Um, same thing, January 13th 1994, stealing from that business so he broke in and stole some shit. Four-year sentence. Okay. And then January 13th, 1994, that's the same day, same business. Arson at that business. So he broke, so he in, broke in, stole, stole some, shit, some shit, and set it, and on, set fire. it on fire. Yeah. I mean, and, and he, he got I three years gonna for that. So you're going to try like
1: to cover your tracks,
0: right? Yeah. January 10th, Okay. <laughs> he, uh, the attempted kidnapping of a girl Wait in Wait a minute, is this the same year? Uh, yes, 1994. Jesus. So this is right before he went in and set that place on fire and stole shit. Interesting, but the attempted again attempted kidnapping of a girl in oh. Springfield in ninety uh, in ninety three. So he was actually which is
1: right around the time that those girls went missing. Correct, right? right.
0: June first of ninety four, oh. assault of a law enforcement officer, uh, eleven months in jail. Look at eleven months for that. You yeah. could beat a, you could beat up a cop and get eleven months. It
1: depends. Look, I'm not condoning anything. Don't do that. But if he's being a dick and you can get out of it with eleven months. Eh, Man, I am not serving 11 months. Yeah, no need. Neither mind. Yeah, you'd be Mm. a legend, though. Yeah. In prison? Be like, what are you in for? Oh, yeah. Beat the fuck out of a cop. it would be like, all right, you're cool, man. But you're still in prison. Yeah, but you might get extra (laughs) cornbread or something.
0: (laughs) Here, man, have my pudding. You want my fruit bowl? (laughs) You want me to hold your pocket? (laughs) What? What? Whoa. Um, Also, June 1st of 1994, unlawful use of a weapon. One year prison sentence. But then
1: again... If he got convicted for trying to kidnap a little girl, that would come probably like...
0: Yeah, they're going to definitely... I beat up
1: a cop. Oh, good. And I tried to kidnap a little girl.
0: Oh, you're Pop. fucking dead, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, he also had other prison sentences for attempting uh, attempted kidnapping and tampering with evidence. So this dude liked to try to kidnap people. Yes. Yeah, so he is an all-around great Interesting. A butthole. Big old butthole. Big like, old oh, butthole. Then there's I'm Dustin the Reckler, Michael Clay, and Joseph Rydell. Oh, three of them. Yeah. It's a little trio of dickheads. Yeah, yeah.
1: A menage a trois of assholes. Yes.
0: Yes. A, a menage a butthole, <laughs> if you will. Menage <laughs> a butthole. That doesn't make any sense. So it'd be a butthole a trois. Hey, there you go. <laughs> a trois. Yeah. There so there's three go. buttholes. Yes. I don't know how you say butthole in French. Oh, wait. Hold on. Butthole. Oh, <laughs> there, there it is. you go. So nice. is the ex-boyfriend of Streeter. Oh. Who told police he wanted her dead. Oh. <laughs> Because she gave officers a statement about the men who were charged with the felony institutional vandalism of a cemetery in February of 92.
1: A. Why would you ever tell a cop that you want somebody dead? That's A. (laughs) Because on the off chance that maybe they disappear. That's
0: why you never say that, folks. Ever, ever. You don't ever say to somebody like, because that I can fucking kill them, right? man, I'll kill you. Because if they wind up dead, you are public. You're suspect number one, dude. Like
1: this guy, he said that to the. Like, do you think that that's not the first fucking guy? Like, hey, just so you know. And he'd be like, well, I was just, no, like, yeah, remember, but I got it right here on tape. He was like, I wish he was dead.
0: You literally said that to me. And
1: and now, (laughs) now we can't find her anywhere. Correct. Um,
0: And not only that, but. And I don't know, it seems a bit excessive because it's it's institutional vandalism of a cemetery. How much time can you get for fucking up a cemetery? And why would you threaten someone's
1: life? If you have no other legal issues, you probably get off with like either A time served or B just like fucking a couple years of probation.
0: Well, if you're threatening to kill someone over that, you probably have previous shit on That's your good record. Point. That's a yeah, good yeah. point.
1: So, hey, why don't you read on, though, and see what they actually
0: did? Well, Rydell is accused of breaking into a mausoleum of Springfield's Maple Park Cemetery on oh. February 21st, 19... 21st? <laughs> 21st, It was the 21st... <laughs> Suffering shock <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And stealing a skull and oh. some bones. Hmm, wonder okay. where this is going. Police have said that Dustin Reckless sold 26 grams of gold teeth fillings... From the skull of a Springfield or from the skulls at a Springfield pawn shop for $30. So these jerks were working together.
1: He only got $30 for 26 (laughs) grams of gold. Working together, breaking into graves
0: and stealing their gold fillings. It's like it's the 1890s, not the 1990s. Right, dude? What is going on in Springfield? Fucking grave robbers? Got alien abductions and people stealing teeth from graves. 30 bucks for 26 grams of gold. That seems low. Well, probably because they brought the whole thing in. The guy's like, Ew, "I'm gonna have to clean that." <laughs> Here's this.
1: Can you just sit, how much gold's in there? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll give you thirty bucks. Get the fuck out of my store. Okay. Yeah. Then there's Steve Garrison. Oh. Garrison told police a friend had confessed. Hey, Mr. <laughs> this is not the Mister Garrison. Oh, it's not. Yeah. He told police a friend had confessed to killing the three women during a drunken party. Oh. He told police information unknown to the public that led investigators to search three or to serve three search warrants at two sites in Western Webster County. That info was that they would find the woman's bodies and clues about their abduction and deaths. He also said a moss-green van believed uh, to be used to take the woman would be found about 12 miles away south of Fordland. All right, so he's saying, hey, I know a guy that told me this. Yeah. And it's a lot of information. So the property searched was was the same site where in 1990, it was searched for two of the three Springfield girls, or women. Property owner Francis Lee Robb Sr. pleaded guilty to two counts of second-degree murder in a case authorities said at the time they believed involved a drug deal gone awry. So, what? This dude got fucking hosed. Who? This is
1: saying that 26 grams of gold is worth $1,500. <laughs> and he got
0: $30 for it. Wait, back in, then? In 92?
1: No, that's now, but okay, fifteen hundred dollars and ninety two. Yeah, that still can't be. Yeah,
0: it's still like five, seven, five to seven hundred bucks, somewhere around there. <sighs> Depends on the quality of the gold, I guess too. So this guy, this uh, Francis Lee, the the owner, uh, the property owner of where they told him to look or whatever, he actually pled guilty to two counts of second degree murder in a different case. Okay, that involved a drug deal. So so they were thinking. So I think what I'm going with this, because it sounds so convoluted and I don't really understand it. So did did this guy, Garrison, send them out there to pop this guy or did he think that this is the guy that killed the girls?
1: I honestly don't know.
0: So weird. Yeah. Either way, this dude got popped for...
1: So just on a side note, $30 in 1992 is worth $59 today.
0: What oh, was, was $1,500 or whatever you said it was.
1: Well, it, it, it's not going backwards. It's telling me that $1,500 in 1992 was like 20 something $100 today.
0: That doesn't help. <laughs> so Garrison was believed enough that a gag order concerning the three search warrants was issued by a judge. All right, so if you guys don't know what a gag order is out there, basically they tell you you can't say shit. You're not allowed to talk to the media. You're not allowed to talk to anyone. Like, it is, it is such a yeah, yeah, profound yeah. amount of information that you literally, it has to be held until they can either prove or disprove it and they don't want the media or, you know, other witnesses or anything like that getting, like, leaking it or anything. So, gotcha. yeah. so quote, certain aspects of the information we received fit with other private aspects of the case. This is Springfield Police Captain Todd Whitston said. Whitson said the gag order was rare, but he could not say what it was, uh, why it was issued, quote, other than to say... There is such an order, such, wait, wait, that there is such an order and it governs the operation and everything related to the operation out there. Say operation a couple more times. <laughs> <laughs> um, added Webster, uh, the county sheriff, C.E. Wells, he says, quote, we can't tell you anything about it until the order's lifted. So they're not, le- no one's allowed to talk about no, this. No, no. Yeah, and if you there. do that, then you are going against the judge and that is contempt of court and they can literally throw your ass in jail for that. Right, right. Yeah. And, of course, these guys don't want to lose their jobs over that shit. No, no. So Garrison, however, is serving 40 years in prison for raping, sodomizing, and terrorizing a female Springfield College student in the summer of 1993. Jeez. Okey-dokey. Right. So after tracking him and several associates almost exclusively for more than a year, police have since backed off Garrison, but not all the way. They last approached him last summer. Six months ago, uh, investigators. This,
1: so that was last summer. But this was this article that I read. This on was in like two thousand and seven or something like that.
0: Oh, so it's. So oh, okay. This is yeah that. So they approached him in
1: like two thousand six, two thousand seven,
0: okay. and uh, they said investigators looked to Colorado for information on Garrison, who is in a Missouri prison. So basically, what I'm getting from this is Garrison says that he knows that somebody told him, and. Oh, man, it's so confusing right now. And everyone listening right now is probably like, what the (laughs) fuck are they talking about? It's just, okay, so there's one, I'm going to put it like this. One guy said that he knows a guy that knows where these bodies are. They go out to see where these bodies are. They find that there's other bodies there and somebody else gets popped for those bodies, but for something else. And then this guy is in prison for doing some really bad shit because he's a fucking butthole. And then they backed off of him because they didn't have enough information to keep going after him.
1: Right. Right. Correct. And that, also, also, that's that in a nutshell. Also, that would have been $800 in 1992.
0: <laughs> they got it. Oh, and they got $30. Well, probably because they knew it was also. I mean, if you came into a fucking place with a bag full of gold fillings, not melted down, actual fillings, that yeah. dude's going to look at you like, dude, I'll, I'll give you like 10 bucks. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Garrison actually said, quote, They've never let up on me. Hmm. Because he's a butthole. Right. So, But even with all these buttholes on the list, there is one that main is lot suspect. Of butt holes, Lots of
1: buttholes. It's almost as many cocks as we have in our poopers.
0: Well, we do have a lot of cocks coming up here. Oh, do we? A little more cocks. So right. one main suspect that the police and many others like in this case is Robert Craig Cox. And it's always about the cocks in this fucking show. Yep. You know how it is. And boobs. And ah, damn it. <laughs> Not one episode. There it is. is. Can't Get through. Damn it. In 1995, Cox was arrested for holding a gun on a 12-year-old girl in Decatur, Texas. He is presently serving a life sentence for that robbery and a consecutive 15-year federal sentence, which is, first of all, fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, you should be in there for way longer than that. I'm sorry. Okay, so real quick, sorry.
1: I'm still on this gun. Well, you're obsessed about about the gold fillings, aren't you? Because I wanted to see. Because they said it was, what, 26 grams? 23 grams something like 26 grams roughly so that's that's about an ounce of gold okay because then i was like well what's a what's an ounce of gold worth in 1992 right Uh, so basically they had one ounce worth of gold almost (laughs) it was almost an ounce worth of gold so either way they got 30 dollars for about an ounce of gold in 1992 okay and this is saying that an ounce of gold in 1992 was worth roughly 343 dollars so they still got fucked by all accounts don't take your shit to pawn shops, dude. But don't take stolen shit to pawn shops. No, that's though. where you take stolen shit. Yeah, but you're, that's what you listen. You're gonna. What are you gonna do? At <laughs> least, I at least I would hope that they would have at least melted it down. Yeah, that's I'm into saying like they did. Giant nugget. Do you do
0: they seem like the smartest people in the world? No, they don't. You're, okay, you're right. Okay. So uh, Robert Craig Sorry, Cox I'm done with that now. Okay, can, you, good? Move. you good. You <laughs> good. Cox was convicted of killing a 19-year-old Florida woman who was oh somehow gosh. intercepted while driving home from work at Disney World one night in 1978. Cox who lived in Springfield the summer of 1992, which is when they went missing. Right. Walked away from death row in 1989 after the Florida Supreme Court said the jury didn't have enough evidence to convict him. And we'll go through this a little bit more because it's Yeah, there's a little bit more there's a little
1: bit more about that. Yeah. It's
0: ridiculous. So through the years Cox has toyed with Springfield police saying he knows the women are dead and that they're buried near the city. What a Cox. <laughs> What a Cox. <laughs> Having discovered that Cox lied about his alibi on the morning of June 7th, 1992, officials are skeptical about his claim. So they're saying, oh, he's full of shit. Right. 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 Cox declined to be interviewed by the news leader, but in recent letters to the newspaper, he acknowledges police consider him a suspect and that years ago, he worked as a utility locator in South Central Springfield. Get that? Remember the, quote, ruse gas, ruse gas note? Barn. Right. There was, yeah, you know what I mean. yeah uh, Like ding, yep, ding, yep. ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Isn't that circumstantial enough? You would think. Uh, so again, he was convicted of in 1988 a first-degree murder in and, in uh, and, and the death of the woman from the Walt Disney World. Her name was Shel- Sharon Zellers. She was 19. The case was weak, and Cox was not charged until eight months or eight years after the murder. Cox and his family were staying at a motel in Orlando where the victim's body was found. He had a cut on his tongue, and hair and blood samples found near the victim were compatible with his. Cox testified he bit through his tongue during a fight. The Florida Supreme Court reversed Cox's conviction, ruling that, at the best, at best, the evidence created only a suspicion of guilt. The court ordered his fucking acquittal and release from death row in 1990.
1: What? So, also just remember this. That was that was right before kind of DNA really became right. So
0: you you could have like so similar they, blood. types They, they and can stuff. check your
1: blood type, and right. they can check like your. If they check the hair, they can be like, "Well, it's similar to his." Kind, you know, at that right. time, but, you but can if they also... would have had, if they would have had all that shit with DNA, they could have nailed him, right?
0: And it's like, you can basically find that if, yeah. if you're a secretor or non-secretor, you that's can type gross. your, your blood. Well, that, that's what it is. I know, but it's gross. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that though, but like when it comes to men, um, there are some men called secretors that actually, when they ejaculate a little bit of blood comes into their, um, their, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's, that's how they catch a lot of these guys. That's gross. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're called secretors. <laughs> yeah. It's a secretor and a non-secretor. That's weird. Yeah. It swear what I got. Isn't an,
1: there a cannibal corpse song called I Come Blood?
0: Yes, yes yeah, that is. would
1: make sense. There you go. He's, yeah. he's talking about being a secretor. See, the,
0: which is a bad thing. Well, a <laughs> bad thing if you use it incorrectly. It's gross. It's not a bad thing to be a secretor. <laughs> it's gross. gross. But anyway, that's like actual terminology for <laughs> shit. You people that are shit.
1: fucking gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you may be one. You don't even learn, know.
1: Learn how to jizz like the rest of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you may be one. Do you know if you are not? How would I know that? You go and get a uh, uh, test. I've never gotten a test. Wait, how did that test. go again? <laughs> <laughs> test. Yeah. You know, skate, 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 skate.
1: I've never gotten tested. I've never gotten my spleen tested.
0: And if you're new here, this is exactly what happens on this show. We fly completely off the fucking rails. Uh, we're talking like, you know, blood and guts everywhere. So we apologize yeah. for that. Yeah. Bloody sperm. Yes, just, but, but that's what it is. Anyway, moving on. So he was immediately taken <laughs> into custody to complete a prison sentence in California for an unrelated 85, 1985 kidnapping. Then he returned to his boyhood home of Springfield, Missouri, where he oh, came fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Where he came under suspicion but was never charged in the 1992 disappearance of, guess who? Who? Our three females. Ah. Texas police also questioned him about an abduction in Plano. Mm. That's Texas, obviously. Yes. In 1995, Cox was arrested for holding a gun, again, on a 12-year-old girl during a robbery in Decatur, Texas. And he is serving that life sentence for that robbery, that's right, bitch, and is not eligible until 2025, which is only four years from now, and everyone he should be here to kick him. He's in He's not
1: deck. getting out. Fuck that guy. Yeah, let's hope. Keep that. Keep your Cox in prison.
0: So, a couple of years after being sent to President in '95, Cox claimed he knew what happened Ooh. to the three women. Cox claimed all three had been murdered and buried, taunting that their bodies would never be found. Fuck this guy.
1: Yeah, Ugh. I hate people. like Even
0: that. if he didn't do it or didn't know, you're still being a douchebag. I hate people like that. Butthole Cox was living in Springfield at the time of the murders, like we said, and didn't claim to be the killer, saying he was in church that morning, as corroborated by corroborated by his girlfriend. <laughs> that fucking hunk of shit was in church. Oh yeah, he's probably Get looking the fuck out. Of he's here. looking for twelve year old girls to point guns at or altar boys. Yeah, well, either way, butthole. <laughs> However, that would not discount his involvement earlier in the morning. And in any case, the girlfriend later recanted her statement oh. and said Cox asked her to lie for him.
1: Probably recanted that after she found out that he was in after he got thrown in jail for yep. fucking doing, robbing a
0: twelve-year-old at gunpoint. So Cox said he was at his parents' home when uh, when he, they asked him where he was earlier, which was again corroborated. His parents said, "Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he was there okay. with us." Okay. Police remain uncertain as to Cox's involvement with the crimes, observing that he only ever tells them enough to t- uh, to. Excuse me, for them to believe he knows something. Cause he's toying with them. Yeah, right. He's fucking with them. But never enough to incriminate himself. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean I know some stuff, but I can't I'm not gonna tell you everything. I look,
1: I know what happened, I know who did it and where the bodies are, but that's about all I know, and it wasn't me. <laughs> all
0: I know it wasn't me. <laughs>
1: you it wasn't me. But you know where they're at? But yeah, but it wasn't me. Then you know who did it. Yeah, but it wasn't me. And you know how they died?
0: Yeah, but it was but it wasn't me. And it wasn't you. I
1: don't
0: I don't think it was me. <laughs> it's horrible. So Cox uh he is basically some people think that he's just merely seeking infamy through a false confession, which happens all the time. Yeah. For his part, he did say he will reveal the truth once his mother dies, but the body's are, uh, but the bodies are buried somewhere around Springfield. So, uh, yeah, stand-up kind of guy right there. And also someone should probably kill that old lady. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Does she
1: have a hashtag save for Moody stickers? Yeah, I don't think so. Fair game. All right.
0: Okay. Okay. okay, we can't kill her, but can we at least fake her death so the guy can tell people? Yeah, right,
1: dude? That would be a great idea. Yeah, fake I her death. Like, get the cops in and be like, look, look. Let's lady, pretend she died. Lady, can we just tell them that you're dead? Like, we'll get
0: a we'll, we'll fake birth this It sounds like the start of a really awesome movie. Does, doesn't it? We have so many good did, ideas here. Did it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, did it. Did really jumped up and I said, "Did, didn't it?" <laughs> I had a trident. Well, dude, when we talk about the other guy, there's some shit that I didn't put in there that I'm going to
0: talk about too. Oh dude. man, that guys a piece of shit. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to find out but the guy could be lying. Of we don't know. Of course he's fucking lying. Like we well, don't know anything. Yeah, we don't know anything and
1: but but the problem is is maybe that maybe we'll find out. Maybe when she dies, he'll be like, "Look, they're right here.
0: Go get them." Uh, I did it. Let's hope. So one more interesting tidbit here: in 2007, investigators revealed they'd received a tip that the bodies were buried in the foundations of the Cox Hospital parking lot. Yay! More cox. I Yay. told you it was a cox-heavy episode. Yeah, lots of cox. That same year, crime reporter Kathy Baird had a corner of the parking lot scanned with a ground-penetrating radar and found three anomalies. However. It remains doubtful that the site is the burial location, as construction didn't begin in there until September of 93. So huh. What the fuck does that have to do with it? Uh, it's over a year after the disappearances. And? Uh, what do you mean? gives a fuck? It doesn't mean shit. Well, that means that they didn't start building that, unless you're saying that, it, no, there'd be no way.
1: I'm just saying that somebody could have had the bodies, or like whoever did it could have known where the bodies were, and then been like, ooh, construction, they're putting a parking lot in. I'm going to put them here. They'll never be found. Oh, like moved them. Yeah. Ooh. And apparently there were other people and other tips about that same thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's this one right there. Not the right one. You
0: had so, one job. I think so, yeah. That
1: one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me I had one job. That wasn't <laughs> me, you asshole. <laughs> that
0: was, that's not even my job, and I, God, I it fucked that up. Yeah. So, yeah, you I guess... A, that, you
1: have an excuse to fuck it up. Man. That kind of makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm wondering if someone was like, ooh... I see that they're building a hospital here and they're putting in a new parking lot.
0: It'd be a perfect I spot to hide the bodies.
1: Maybe one night I will move them there and put them underneath there.
0: And, but a uh, year after they disappeared? I don't know. Well, well Wait saying, a minute. Hold on. Who's to say they were who's dead? Who's to say they were dead right. the whole time? <sighs> That's what I mean.
1: Like, there's, there's so many, like, different possibilities. Uh, just, and they've never bothered to do... Uh, they've never... Like they didn't take a core sample, like they didn't drill, like they could have drilled down there just to see, like drilled into one of the uh areas where one of the anomalies were just to see what right, was down there, right, right? And they've never done that, they've never followed up on that. I mean, there's a kind of a reason why if you read the rest of this, yeah, yeah. but at the same time. There were other people that have stated there was somebody else that said that they had heard the same thing from somebody else. I don't know. Really? But there, w- there was more than one person that said that that's where they were buried.
0: Well, I think one of the most credible things about that is that the tip came not from anyone connected with the, the burial or anything, but uh, somebody professing psychic abilities.
1: Okay. Either way, even if they're bullshit, and that's a pretty uh, pretty uh thing
0: there. Yeah, you would think that they would at least... Yeah, maybe just or, a core sample. Or... Drill down there or, or
1: maybe... Maybe... Whoever called and said, I have psychic abilities. I know where they're buried. That's them. Is the actual
0: killer. Yeah. Yeah, they should be following up on all that shit. I know. Fucking... There's like one gnat floating around here. Damn. It's like fucking November. Why is there a gnat in here? Anyway... So because it's very tempered down here. <laughs> while the claims of Cox possibly have merit, there is no evidence to say for sure. Despite 50,000 tips from the public, the case remains unsolved. And 50, with, with nearly 30 years, having now passed the case of the Springfield three may never actually be resolved. It's fucking horrible. How
1: do you uh, sift through 50,000 fucking tips? And like, how do you determine which ones are credible and which ones aren't? Right. I,
0: well, that's why. Because obviously,
1: we... the psychic one doesn't seem credible, but
0: and again, it could be someone. Oh, I maybe I'm a psychic. No, you're a fucking killer. You know what I mean? Like you said, exactly. like it's very possible. What a what a great ruse. See what I did there? You can't wait. You guys can't see my fingers. That's go <sighs> quotes. like up. the
1: gas man ruse. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How do
1: they know I got gas?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the gas man so okay so now you may have forgotten <laughs> that there is oh yeah, yeah. there's a pretty personal connection to this oh. case and uh yeah, you, you're getting a twofer on this today and we did twofer. kind of talk about this guy here Dwayne, yeah, this yeah. piece of shit
1: oh so his brother's name is gary wayne so it's larry dwayne and, and gary, gary wayne, wayne and they're twins larry <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy, they're parents. Okay. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about another fine upstanding citizen. I mean, you know, huge giant hunk of shit, Larry Dwayne Hall. Dwayne. Damn it, Dwayne. It's Dwayne. It's Dwayne. Dwayne. D E Wayne. Dwayne. Dwayne. D-Wayne. D- D-Wayne. Are you saying Pam? <laughs> <laughs> D- no, D-Wayne. Saying you feel
1: better? D-Wayne.
0: All right. So Larry D-Wayne Hall <laughs> was born on December 11th of 1962 in Wabash, Indiana, here in the U.S. He Wabash. was born a second of uh, two children and raised by both parents. He was raised as a youngest right. child and had one older by a few seconds twin brother. Huh. That's Gary Wayne Gary Wayne Hall. Gary Wayne Hall. Very odd. And Larry D-Wayne Hall. Yes. His father, Robert Hall, was an abusive alcoholic, but of course he was. Bob Hall. His mother, a homemaker. His father abused alcohol and/or drugs. Do you think Bob's middle name was like Lee Wayne, <laughs> J Wayne, or something like that? <laughs> it's it's Robert Lil Wayne Hall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, that's Little John. That's the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's Little John. <laughs> L- Lil Wayne. He's, he's, so many, so he's many got little. that real. So what little. the fuck is that? That's exactly what he sounds like. Oh my god! The whole time. G <laughs>
1: money baby.
0: You sound like a- you're stroking out. That's what he sounds like. Oh my like, god! All the cocaine. It's all that sarsap or whatever it is he drinks. <laughs> so he also had a speech defect. During his education, he had academic, social, or discipline problems. I wonder what the speech defect was. I don't know. He, he said, think it was like a? He kept saying his brother's uh-huh. name was Dwayne. <laughs> well, maybe that's what what it was. <laughs> maybe he named himself. It's D Wayne. So instead of Dwayne, he was like, oh, I, my I name Dwayne too? D Wayne. <laughs> no, your name's Drain. You mean Dwayne, right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck this guy anyway so during his education he had academic social or discipline problems including being teased or picked on now that sucks that part sucks
1: absolutely the whole
0: upbringing that part sucks
1: because he had a speech
0: impediment the the speech impediment the abusive father all the that shit though, that's fucking horrible and we're not making fun of that that's fucking horrible
1: but at the same time it's a perfect recipe
0: for his here correct so, Larry Dwayne Hall was physically and psychologically abused at some point in his life and sounds like the makings of a serial killer, uh, what say, passengers, right? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's
1: what happens. It's the perfect serial killer soup. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, police believe that Hall, 54, may have killed, you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Between 30 to 40 women. Ooh. Aye. That's it? Ah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's, oh. yeah. I mean, money... Only got like 30-some. Yeah. Yeah. So he's confessed to rapes, murders, and abductions of women all over the Midwest to reporters, book authors, and police Jeez. investigators. He was convicted in federal court of abducting and raping a 15-year-old Illinois girl. Yeah. You like that? But he's never been convicted of murder. Yeah. This is fucked. Well, this this is, is fucked up. fucked up. It, uh, listen. Strap on your, your bootstraps there, folks, because this is fucked up. This next little part's kind of rough. And it's something that's never happened on the show before. We've never talked no. about this on the show before. No. So, Hall is serving a life sentence in federal prison in North Carolina for the 1993 kidnapping of schoolgirl Jessica Roach, whose ravaged body was found in a cornfield.
1: So, they fu- let me, hold on, let's set the scene. You don't,
0: don't, don't drop what happened yet. No, no, I won't, yeah. but
1: let's set the scene, right? Okay. So, this guy supposedly abducts, rapes. This little girl. Correct. Okay, And they find her dead body in a field. In a field. Open and Open and shut
0: case, right? Ravaged. Open and shut case, right? Correct. Sounds like it. Okay. Right. Proceed. She had been out riding her bicycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Hall's confession, which was read to the jury, he admitted yeah. that he raped Jessica.
1: Oh, okay. So he admits to raping her. Right. Okay. And strangled her with
0: a belt. And he admitted to strangling her with a belt. You know, the ends of which he held from behind a tree where the child was forced to sit so he wouldn't have to see her face. So let's just everyone put this all in perspective and think about this. I'm sorry if I have to, so do you. He's behind a tree and he's got a belt She's around sitting her neck. He's in front of the tree. And he is literally taking that tree and using the momentum of his arms and stuff to right. choke her all and right. strangle her. To death so so we're going to gonna, strangle her.
1: So we're going to recap. Yes. He, had, he they find her body, they found her dead. Correct. He admits to raping. Yes. He admits to strangling. Correct. A with a belt around a tree. Right. Okay.
0: But not charged with murder. He wasn't charged with murder. Correct. Was not okay. charged. Can you tell me why? Well, he was not charged or tried for murder because the teenager's remains were mangled by a farmer's combined, Combine, excuse me, to the extent that a cause of death could not be determined. So. Yes.
1: He admits to raping her. Correct. He admits to strangling her on a right, tree. Right.
0: But they couldn't prove because, that he killed her.
1: But because of the, the farmer com- ran it over with a combine, yeah. he got off. Yes. I hate our country.
0: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep. That's exactly. So that you can admit s- to a crime, but if any of the evidence is semi. No, hold on. Hold on. He admitted to strangling strangling her. her. He didn't admit to killing her. And you know what that is? That's the defense attorney. The defense attorney came in and said, no, you didn't. I hate hate to say this, but that dude was fucking good at his job. What the defense attorney? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he admitted
1: to strangling. He never admitted to killing her. And because they couldn't find a cause of death, because her body was so fucked up. Right. Because all the defense attorney has to say is she was still alive when he ran her over. Mm. Right.
0: That's it. So the definition of strangling is just you. He was. You're he admitted to choking up. her. He admitted to that's choking. To, to, yeah, I with could the belt. strangle you right now. Doesn't mean you're going to die. Doesn't
1: mean you're going to die. Okay, right. I'm looking at the actual
0: definition of strangling. <laughs> I <sound> like <laughs> strangle is to like yeah, but the, like with 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 harm with intent to harm. That's them. why there's strangle to death. Mm. You know, you can asphyxiate somebody. That doesn't mean necessarily they're going to die from. Them. That means you're going to stop the air from going into their <laughs> lungs. You're you're blocking their airway. Yeah. With the intent, typically. Well, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that is just, that is definitely a first. It's fucking mind-blowing, dude. It is the first for us. I
1: can't fucking believe
0: that. It's, it's... When uh, I was
1: reading this, when I was doing this, I was just like, I read that like five fucking times. I'm like, that that can't be real.
0: It is infuriating. I'm like, that cannot be right. Absolutely. And on the the side note, could you imagine being the farmer? Oh my (laughs) God, dude. Shit. That poor guy's fucking traumatized for the rest of his life. I mean, it
1: sucks. Like, imagine, like, just in your, like, I'm sure you've done it whether you're riding lawnmower, you, like, ran over, like, a mouse
0: or Oh, I hit a rabbit not too long ago. That's what I'm saying. A little like, baby
1: bunny. Now, imagine, uh, imagine that, but a fucking person. A teenage girl, That's a young teenage brutal. girl.
0: Jesus. Ugh.
1: Like, and you don't even know. Like, you just get, you're like, oh, I fucking, what was that? You Can get we not out, do these there. kinds
0: of episodes anymore? You're the one that fucking wanted to <laughs> do it. I know. I didn't know this is where it was going. Anyway. It's God just, damn. it's so fucked. Ugh. We'll anyway, do something
1: light next week. Then. Yeah,
0: we're doing like, I don't know, things we see in clouds next week. Fancy underpants. There you go. Fancy <laughs> underpants. Yes. So again, without a cause of death, the case was transferred to federal court and Hall was charged with bringing a minor across state lines for purposes of sex. That's all he got charged. That's with. it. He didn't even get charged with rape <sighs> or strangling her. However, in 96, the Federal Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals in Chicago ruled that Hall should be given a new trial because the trial judge erred by not allowing the testimony of a psychologist that Hall's mental condition led him to falsely confess to um, to please uh, to, to, for the police or whatever.
1: This, this is where karma comes into effect because he got originally... Convicted of bringing a teenager over state lines for sex, which is probably roughly, I don't know, maybe like a 10 to 15 year sentence, depending yeah, on how they do it. Right? right.
0: Probably like somewhere around there. Okay. Right. Keep going. So in other words, you know, they aired and they whatever. So he was convicted again at a second trial. And this time, guess what? Sentenced to life without parole. <laughs> Fuck you, rotten That hell.
1: That's amazing. Yes. Because, you know, like his defense attorney was like, oh, we had this psychiatrist and you guys didn't <laughs> let him talk about how crazy this fucking dude was. And they're like, yeah, we'll try him
0: again. And then he gets fucking life in prison. Got banged up on that one. Fucking, dude. Fucking, fucking butthole. So Hall also confessed to uh, police to killing 20-year-old Lori Depees after abducting her in Manasha. Or Manasha? Manasha. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. In northern Wisconsin. Wisconsin? So I'm going to say it's Manasha. Wisconsin. Man- Manasha. 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 Manasha, Wisconsin. <laughs> That sounds right. That's that sounds, it. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> and by the way, I love you guys up there. You guys are amazing. Dude, Wisconsin's
1: awesome. Have you I, been to Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you've been. I just, I just got back from...
0: No, no, I got back from Minnesota. Yeah, you were in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. No, I, I love Wisconsin we because... Almost got hit by lightning in Minnesota. Were you there for that? Uh, no, you weren't there for that, I don't think. What tour was that? I don't fucking remember. Oh. No, Wisconsin. That's, uh yeah, Milwaukee and Milwaukee. shit. Milwaukee. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. We've been to Milwaukee. We've discussed it before. <laughs> oh, that's right. The rave. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and freaking going trying to go to Bundy's apartment across the street. Oh uh-huh. my God. Not but yeah, not Bundy. Uh, Domer. Uh, Domer's Dahmer, yeah. apartment. Yeah, that was fucked up. We're we're fucked up. You realize that? There's a reason we have this show. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. <laughs> so moving on here, he was um, never charged in connection with her 1992 disappearance, even though he said he killed her, and. This is fucked up. Scraps of paper were found in his van on which he had written Lori and Fox River Mall where Lori worked. Huh? Authorities said they could not corroborate his confession. Okay, so now this, to me, the police are fucking this up. <sighs> but it gets... This is where it gets convoluted I guess, I here. guess legally there's, yeah. you know...
1: It gets convoluted. But you know what, at that point, fucking put him on trial and see what happens. Right,
0: absolutely. But, uh, okay, so... It, so here's what happens with the, this next part here. The, the strange thirty-year odyssey of Larry Hall, a, aka Larry D. Wayne Hall, a uh, you know him and his twin.
1: They Twindies. once lived in an
0: Indiana cemetery and wandered the Midwest in a van. Of uh, involved occasionally um, attending Civil War reenactments. Van, huh?
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar.
0: Dressed as a Union soldier and toying with police, despite having a low IQ of eighty-five, according to a police report. Hmm.
1: So, Big dummy.
0: <laughs> so a what what is the general I think
1: average is like 90 something. Is it 90? I think so. I thought it was
0: like 115 or something, but no, maybe I think 115 is. is like real high. no oh, I thought 140 or is 120.
1: 120 is like genius. I think is it? Yeah, yeah I think so.
0: Because Einstein was like my IQ.
1: Yeah, I'm looking it up right now,
0: bro. yeah, yeah Anyway, so anyway, he, he was lower than average. We'll put it that way.
1: Average, All... Okay. Average IQ is
0: 100. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Well, that's actually good a to know. High IQ. Oh, wait. The
1: average IQ in the United States is ninety-eight.
0: The rest of the world it's a hundred.
1: <laughs> most most people, about sixty-eight percent of people, have an IQ between eighty five and one fifteen. Only a small fraction have a very low IQ below seventy or a very high IQ above one thirty. The average in the United States is ninety-eight. Okay,
0: IQ. so then he's just on the low end of the average. He's he's just
1: below because right. if he's eight, was he eighty? Eighty
0: five. Oh yeah, he's
1: at the the very bottom. Yeah, of average, so right.
0: that's not that's not bad at all then. So he sent a letter to author Christopher H. Martin. I, Einstein was uh,
1: he was one thirty, right? Uh, estimated IQ range from two hundred five to two twenty five. No, that's what it says, bro. Bullshit. That's There's what it no says
0: right here. Fucking way. <laughs>
1: There's no way. Genius. Don't tell me there's no way when I'm reading it on Business
0: Insider. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> genius are, level is like 140. The one, highest
1: IQ ever is like 250 or some shit. The, no. Yeah.
0: The highest you can get. It was a. was. a lady. Is a 130 plus, but you're considered a very superior IQ. Yeah. There's no way you're two something. No. That's like the one percent of IQ scores. I'm telling you, dude. I feel like that's
1: incorrect. Look at the highest IQ ever. It's some. It was a lady, and she was like, it was like 240 or 250
0: or some shit. What?
1: I'm telling you, bro. I don't know if that's true. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. All right. Highest IQ ever. You keep going.
0: By the way, have either of you two ever had your IQ tested? No, In like, I haven't. Yeah, i like 65 or something like that. <laughs> 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 uh, I was totally thinking you were going to say something totally outlandish the other uh, the other Yeah, I'm like way. 142, bro. Yeah. I'm like a 160, 165. He's like 65. <laughs> I wish I got sixty nine, but you know that's not that cool. She's ah, like, Yeah, I'd like to make love to footballs. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Hi. So the Mart- highest IQ in the world is theoretically two hundred. That's what it says. Sorry to interrupt, but that's just wanna make sure that we're we're all on the same page here. Yeah, that's okay? crazy. They think that IQ had a score of one thirty five, okay? But some news articles are saying you can get about one sixty for Einstein, okay? Einstein? Okay.
1: Business Insider is, begs to differ. That's business all
0: Insider's saying. full of shit. Well, they're inside the wrong mm. business then. Yeah. It's not Medical Insider. They know business. Maybe, yeah. they, maybe they're looking at the stock markets instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's possible. <laughs> they're confusing that with oh, that. No. Oh, they're looking no. at the Dow Jones at that point. The, D- <laughs> the, Dow. the Dow. Oh, man. We keep going off. So anyway, this guy... Sent a letter to author Christopher H. Martin, who is from Hall's hometown of Wabash, Indiana. Wabash! Wabash. Martin wrote a book about Hall's alleged murderous sprees titled um, Urges, A Chronicle of Serial Killer Larry Hall. On page 39 of the book, Paulette Webster, 19, is listed as a victim. She was walking to a local bowling alley to meet a friend when she disappeared. Hall's letter to Martin was taunting, noting that, quote, if I did it... I would have put her in a river or in a field. Sounds kind of like OJ. Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you raising your hand? Yes. I'm I like that. I like that. Go ahead. All right. The
1: person you, with the You, high... the guy in the back? Yes. Me. Okay. <laughs> the person with the highest IQ ever recorded is Anan Celeste Cauley with an IQ score of 263.
0: Boom. Was that on Done. Business Insider as well, too? Uh sciencetrends.com That still sounds like Business Insider, but sciency. At 265. Yup. Was this person like? I'm envisioning this person like having the great big head with like the little thing sticking out of it. You know what I mean? Like from the Marvel movies and st- or Marvel yeah. Marvel comic books. Uh, Modok. Okay. So yeah, Here, like Modok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The floating brain. Now, Here I see that a score of 198 is the highest. I don't know what you're looking at, but you're an um, idiot. Art. What? <laughs> you did say you were 65. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> just, are you making this up right now? Just saying.
1: You're looking at a rock. <laughs>
0: My rock knows more than you. (laughs) It's like the computer's not even on. What are you doing? (laughs) It actually is, and I'm staring at a black screen.
1: (laughs) Oh God, it's amazing. (laughs) You cannot surf the internet on an etch a sketch, dude, okay?
0: Come on. Oh shit. It's plugged into my butt. Okay, so I just did my IQ test. I am uh one. Out of 10.
1: That's, uh, that's pretty good. That's good. That's, 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 that's great. That's good. You, yeah.
0: you're, you're 10%. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I got bail. <laughs> so then um, we, uh, uh, Paulette's mother talking about Paulette. And we're sorry. sorry we're like, yeah, guy. we're <laughs> totally not meaning to like shit all over this at all. Like, no, fuck this guy. Yeah, no, he's a fucking We're shitting on person. this guy. So th- this son of a bitch actually said, if I did it, this is where I would have put her. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did he say? And he said, he said, quote, if I did it, I would okay, put the, her in a river or in a field.
1: A river or a field. Okay. Right. Okay.
0: Now and keep reading. Yeah. So Paulette's mother, Mary Webster, 68, said she and her husband, William, first learned about Hall when Martin visited them around 2010. Martin had the letter from Hall, but Mary Webster declined to look at it. And I could see that. You know, you show up with something fucking horrible like I
1: don't know that. if I put it in here. That's why I told you to keep reading. Yeah. He said that, uh, he said if I would have done it, I would have put it in a whatever or a field. One of the people that he admitted to killing that he didn't get charged for or whatever was found in a field.
0: Mm.
1: The girl. No, no, not not that one. Not oh. the teenager that he was actually convicted of. OK, uh, it was that uh depease or De, whatever, I think. OK, What I think she was found in a field.
0: So he also confessed to a television reporter that he killed and sexually sexually mutilated. um, I'm sorry. I have her name right here. uh, Eulalia Lali Chavez, who was found in a field near, near Summerfield. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Who was known for years as Summerfield Jane Doe until her exhumation in 2008 led to her identification. And then, of course, he later recanted. Of course he did. Of course he did. So Even say, though
1: if he would have done it, it would have been in a field. In maybe. a field, right. Yeah.
0: So St. Clair County Sheriff Rick Watson recently, this recently, put the article, whenever the article came out.
1: This, So, okay, so this was, uh, I got a lot of this information uh, about the suspects. There's actually a website, and I'll find it. I don't. I, the name offhand escapes me. The family of these three, like the families of these three, there's actually a website for the three people like about this case that's, that's run by the families of these people. Okay. And I got all the information from most of these people through that website and like um, information about like their criminal past and stuff like that. They have them all listed. All the suspects were listed with all their criminal past and all that kind of stuff. So I got a lot of that information off of that website. The only thing is I did notice the, the last posting I saw from that website was from 2019. So I don't know how updated a lot of this stuff is. Okay.
0: Well, the uh, Rick Watson, the sheriff here from Saint Clair uh, St. Clair County, he revived the investigation involving Hall and the murder of Chavez. Uh what was her name? Lolly. Yeah. Uh the one they found in the field, which happened, you know, thirty one years ago whenever this, you know, I was, see, I, did I was you see to, it? I, I got was, it. I was about to come over there and get yeah. it for you. So he revived it. And they're looking into yeah, it still. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I guess you guys are asking. So, what does this have to do with the Springfield Three right. and everything else? Well, right. Larry was also a suspect in the Springfield Three disappearances. After his twin brother, who people claim looked exactly like Larry, said his brother claimed to have <laughs> murdered the three women. Okay, what? what, what, Oh, is that the funny part you put in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. Uh, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> again after his twin brother who people <laughs> claim look exactly like Larry because it's his twin brother <laughs> That's he so fucking he's dying. Funny. I don't know. He's dying right now.
1: Because it's so fucking stupid, right? Like, <laughs> of course he looks just like
0: <laughs> Well there's some twins that don't. Yeah. You can have fraternal and identical. Fraternal. Fraternal. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Uh yeah. damn it. But not giving you that one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. But
1: aren't fraternal twins usually boy that's boy and a girl. No,
0: fraternal no. just means you were born at the same time. Oh, I, I don't know. Know. look I have one. no I thought,
1: idea. I don't know how to Well,
0: fraternal and identical twins are it's a fraternal twin is born from two separate eggs in the uterus, whereas an identical twin is born from one singular egg that's split into two different fetuses or fetuses. I'm eye. not
1: gonna trust a guy with a six IQ. Okay? Hey,
0: <laughs> sixty-five. Okay. Ah. Uh, so anyway, he Whatever, actually. Whatever.
1: funny to me. Fuck off. All right. And God, coming damn. from the
0: guy with less IQ, he <laughs> still cubes? claims that his brother murdered the three women. Okay, so that's kind of fucked up if you think about that. Correct. And they were in the area for a Civil War reenactment at the time of the disappearances. Twin brothers that traveled around the country doing Civil War reenactments known serial killers. So could they have been doing it together? Well, Larry claims his brother Gary was stalking one of the teens that night. Hmm. There are many that believe both of the men were involved as it would have been hard for one man to subdue and kidnap and murder three women at once. Makes fucking sense. Absolutely. The disappearances most definitely fit Larry's M.O., and And he's a giant piece of shit that's definitely capable.
1: And they had a van.
0: And they had a van. So that brings us full circle to the disappearance of Trisha Reitler. So just follow us on this, folks. The uh, following details of her disappearance were taken from the charlieproject.org website. You know we love the Charlie Project, so make sure you support them. Reitler um, Trisha was a freshman psychology major at Indiana Wesleyan University in Marion, uh, Indiana, in 1993. She was a good student with a high grade point average. She was last seen at approximately 8 p.m. on March 29th of 1993. Reitler was writing a term paper that evening and decided to take a break. She walked to Marsh Supermarket, which was approximately a half a mile from the university's campus.
1: Wait, what university was it? I'm sorry.
0: Um, Wesleyan. Yeah, Wesleyan.
1: Is, is that in Indiana? It's Indiana. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. All
0: right. In Marion, in Indiana. yeah. Because
1: there is an Ohio Wesleyan as well. Right.
0: Um. So it was about a half a mile from the campus. She purchased a soda and a magazine and left the store intent on returning to her dormitory in Bowman Hall. She never made it there and has never been seen or heard from again. Reitler's bloodstained jeans, shirt, and shoes were discovered in a field near Sabled Pool. And field? Se- yes, in a field. Huh. Near Sable Pool and Center, um, a Center Elementary School, which is located between Marsh's Supermarket and the campus, so in between, in between where she was where going, she was going. Yeah. Yep. Investigators said six or seven unidentified people were playing basketball in the center school playground adjacent to the pool at the time Reitler disappeared, but none of the uh, possible witnesses have come forward with information regarding the case. Authorities believe that Reitler was taken against her will while walking back to campus. Foul play is suspected in her disappearance. <laughs> You think? Yeah. Donald W. Greenier was considered a possible suspect in Reitler's case at one time. Greenier was arrested in 1999 and charged with the abduction and molestation of a young uh, girl from the Marion area. His home was searched for evidence connecting him to Reitler's case and the 1987 Indiana disappearance of Wendy Felton, which seemed to share common traits. Nothing was discovered in the search, and Greenier has since been cleared of involvement in both Reitler and Felton's cases. Grenier has always maintained his innocence innocence in both cases, which it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Tony R. Searcy, a habitual criminal offender, has also also long been considered a possible suspect in Reitler's case. He has denied all involvement, and authorities have never arrested Searcy in connection with Reitler's disappearance. Another possible suspect, and again, this comes from the... Charlie CharlieProject.org. Another possible suspect emerged when authorities discovered materials related to Reitler's case in a van owned by Larry D. Wayne Hall several months after her 1993 disappearance. Whoa. Hall resided with his parents in the 300 block of Grant street in Wabash, Indiana at the time. Investigators found maps, ether photos and newspaper articles concerning Reitler inside Hall's vehicle. A photograph of him is posted with his, uh, this case summary. Uh, this is on their website. Yeah, this
1: is from their website. Yeah. So.
0: He was arrested in December of 1994 in charge with abducting Jessica Roach, who we talked about earlier, a teenager whose remains were discovered in the field in 1993. Holy shit. The thing, ugh, ugh, that yeah. was the whole combine thing. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Paul signed a statement confessing to Reitler's kidnapping and murder, but he later recanted and was never charged in connection the, with uh, her.
1: That seems to be the thing with this. That's,
0: yeah. There's a theme in
1: this episode.
0: So... Oh, we'll keep going through this. Investigators search an area of Grant County, Indiana, near the uh, Mississin. Oh my God, that word, Mississinua Reservoir for Reitler's body. Hall led them to the scene, saying he'd buried her body there, but no evidence was located. Hall is presently incarcerated in a psychiatric prison in North Carolina, serving a life sentence for Roach's kidnapping. He is still considered a suspect in Reitler's presumed abduction. He confessed to the murders of Lori DePease, who disappeared from Wisconsin in 1988, and implied he was involved in the 1988 disappearance of Paulette Webster from Illinois. Police believe he may have killed 30 to 40 women, but he hasn't been charged in any cases besides roaches, and that, remember, was not a murder case. Right. Reitler's case remains open and unsolved. She has never been located. Her family lived in Olmstead Township, Ohio, Southwest of Cleveland at the time she disappeared. She is is the oldest of four children in a conservative Christian family. Her parents believe she is deceased. Okay, so... Sound familiar at all? In any way? Other than the fact that, yeah, this is all kind of fucking weirdly connected? Well, you may ask yourself, wait a minute, hold on. Olmstead Falls, that sounds super familiar. Well, that sounds familiar because that's where the train station is. That's where we are sitting right now. That's where my wife grew up. And... Trisha Reitler was my wife's babysitter at one point in time before she went off to college.
1: That's fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. So uh the reason I even know about this entire story and the Springfield 3 and whatever is because she told me about it and I just decided to do a bunch of research <clears throat> yeah. and look into it. I'm like, wait a minute, what? So apparently, from what I heard, uh heard, <laughs> heard. From what I heard, what was. I heard. What I heard from everybody is that um or from um, what should I say from um from my wife as well as her family and stuff is that Trisha was uh, amazing. She's yeah. an amazing person. Everyone she loved rem- her.
1: so she is old enough to remember her.
0: Yeah, she says she she remembers her and uh her mom and dad actually like you know would talk to uh, us about it. I really want to like do some more research about that because yeah. literally she's from the town that I yeah, live yeah. in right now that's the, crazy the town man. that I reside in where my business is like where where when everything she, is
1: when was she killed do you remember
0: not killed she's not killed
1: Or when did she go
0: missing um she went missing in I just said it here uh uh she was last seen approximately 8 p.m on March 29th of
1: 1993 93
0: okay yeah All right so yeah it's just a, it's just weird that it's not often that in like something that kind of hits home yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Where I know it didn't happen to me, but it happened to my wife. Yeah. That's still though. That's like, whoa. And it's, it's super crazy that, you know, this, this poor girl has never been found. Woman, woman has never been found. Yeah. And not only may it be connected to this complete scumbag piece of shit. Yeah. But that scumbag piece of shit may be connected to to a a lot more.
1: A weird thing about that is like, uh, he is thought to He's basically possibly a suspect In that case the Springfield 3 right If you look him up on a lot of websites They refer to him as the Springfield 3 killer Which hmm. is weird to me because
0: Yeah it's never Most, been confirmed most of ever. the things are
1: just like Yeah he might be a suspect because He was in the area right. kind of fits That Cox dude seems way More a plausible suspect I to agree. me I agree. Than this guy yeah. but people Call this guy like his nickname is the Springfield. Because he's it.
0: the fucking he's the dumbass that fucking admitted it and then said he didn't. You know right, what I mean? Right. Same thing with when it came to um um with uh um I'm sorry. I, I uh all these other ones here that we were talking about. Yeah. He keeps claiming it and then recanting. And then he
1: takes it back. All of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then but like that Trisha, you that know what I mean.
1: Dude, it, he said he knows he did it, he knows where the bodies are, but he won't
0: tell. Yeah, but she, you know he saying? also said the same thing. And They found items of stuff about Trisha and other women in his fucking van.
1: That I get. That, fine. But I'm saying, like, they never found anything of those three, the Springfield three in
0: his van. Is it possible, and I'm just spitballing here, is it possible, like, I wonder if these motherfuckers ever looked to see if they knew each other. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Is it a possibility that they got together? Maybe they were working together with all this. It's, it's not unusual for, you know. It's not unusual to, to be, be loved,
1: loved by anyone. anyone. Da-da-da-da.
0: Damn, Sorry. that was <laughs> weird. Yeah. But it's not unusual for people to team up. Because, <laughs> 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 like, one sociopath loves another sociopath, you know yeah, what I mean? oh, yeah. And then you go in yeah, and, yeah. and then usually that one sociopath kills the other sociopath.
1: That's like Leonard Lake and Charles Ng, man. Those yeah. two guys, they fucking yeah. found each other. and got, Yeah, I mean,
0: it happens all the time. What's it? Hair and... Burke and Hare. Burke and Hare. Yeah, I mean, that's two birds of a feather, you know what I mean? They flock together my friend so anyway yeah that's uh it's pretty crazy and like i said it was just in happenstance that my wife had mentioned it to me she had yeah, mentioned to me years ago and then the other day we were just sitting there and she talked about that and i was like oh my god now listen my thing is yeah it's crazy that this is all connected but i really since this hits so close to home to me i really want to figure out what the fuck happened to her absolutely like, I want to find out what happened. I'm, yeah,
1: no, it's it's crazy because y- you always feel like, so even though she wasn't your babysitter, she was your wife's babysitter, it always feels like <clears throat> something like that. You, Because, like, a lot of this other stuff you can kind of disconnect yourself from. Right. Like, I don't know these people. They're just, and I this, I don't mean this to sound terrible, but they're just kind of like faceless people that had something terrible happened there's
0: a disassociation like you goes don't on, yeah. you don't know yeah.
1: them it's just like it's a it's basically like a story right you know what i'm saying but like this is your wife this is somebody that had an impact yeah. really on your wife's life yeah, i have a connection to this you my wife saying?
0: has a connection to this she's and the so closest that, that person genuinely to me you know? makes
1: you more interested in what happened yeah. and that sounds shitty to say and again we... but it's just that It's that natural, like, wow, this is really close to me. I got to find out what the fuck is going on. Right.
0: And we do the unsolved, as you guys know. And if you're new here, the reason we do the unsolved is because everybody else is doing cases that That you've heard of a hundred. You've heard a hundred times. They've been beaten to fucking death. Everybody knows that, yeah, you know, Bundy and Dahmer and all this other shit. We get it. And they're great stories. And I'm not negating how people like talk about them and stuff, because there's some really great podcasts that That really do them very well. You do them well. They find new information or just the way they tell the story is awesome Yeah, to me, though. These are still cases that are open. You know what I mean? There's no resolution. Right. They they we don't know what's going they're on. They're cold cases because they're they're still left stagnant. I want to put some fucking fire underneath something. At least
1: get it out there, man, cuz you never know.
0: Yeah, do me you a favor, know. get online, look it up. You know, see if you know someone that lives in there. If you're in the Illinois area, maybe look around talk to Wabash. some people, you know what I mean? Like that that that's what we that's why we do these. So yeah, it's a And
1: it's nice to be able to bring a little bit of light to something that people may have forgotten. Right. Cuz like you know a lot of people may have heard about this back when it was happening if you lived in that area or kind of around there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but like right. what I'm saying like but and then it kind of fades away and you forget about it. Correct. And then you never know like if somebody hears about it and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I do remember that happening, and then it could be like, you never know what it might jog, right? You know, and I'm not saying that we're out here that we're going to solve fucking murder cases that have been stagnant for forty years, but be cool if we did. If you can get, if you can do your, if we're just trying to do our part to get it back out there, yeah, because you never know.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't. The reason they're called cold cases is because unfortunately they've gone cold. The trails gone cold, and we want to make these mm, lukewarm cases.
1: At least just get the get the conversation yeah. started again because yeah. you never talk you about just, it. You never know.
0: Talk about it. Absolutely, you know? I I can guarantee that. There may be some of you out there that had, have heard of this case I've never, before. Never in my life. But I can this. guarantee the majority of our no. listeners have never heard of this before. And especially like with me and having that connection to it, I'd never heard about it until my wife. And then I started doing research and I'm like, yeah. You know, because she she mentioned that there was a guy. And then I realized that the guy was also connected to possibly this and other ones. I'm like, what the holy shit? This is way yeah, bigger. It was
1: such like a weird
0: roundabout, yeah. like it's way bigger fuck. than I thought it was. Yeah. I was sitting there and like, I think she yeah. walked out of the room and I started screaming at her like, holy shit. <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah, like there's so much here. <laughs> like, and it's a lot to unpack. It yeah. really is a lot to unpack. Yeah. Ah. Oh, so anyway, that's uh, that is the case of the Springfield Three. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show: the movie review. Which upcoming movie will make the cut today? So we're doing movies here and as I open this up <laughs> normally normally moody yeah um our movies happen to uh have some correlation to they do. our topic yep um would you like to explain this week's no <laughs> <laughs> look all right so We've already
1: done serial killers. Yeah. We've already done basically anything that can kind of pertain to this case. Yeah. We've pretty much done. So you know what? I said, fuck it. I'm going to find something random. Okay.
0: And I found something random. So today we're discussing the best horror movies about airplanes. <laughs> you heard that right. Airplanes. Hey, so man. the airplanes committed murder or <laughs> I guess we'll airplanes I guess, were murdered.
1: I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> and of course, we're going
0: to start at number 13. 13. That's our number favorites, 13. and this is on ranker too. So when they do you have, have the other lists, we're gonna you know make sure we mention the list on this. Yeah. So number thirteen on our list is Nightmare City. Never heard of this one. Nope. In a city where the nightmare is the airplane <laughs> killing you. <laughs> that's pretty good. Mm. So this is from nineteen eighty, directed by, uh, directed by Umberto uh, Lenzi. That's,
1: that's when I was born. Was it nineteen eighty? eighty. Nineteen what? Yeah, nineteen eighty. Chase, I was born in sixteen eighty. Damn, <laughs> you're almost fifty, dude.
0: So it says Nightmare City is a 1980 Italian Spanish zombie film directed by Umberto Lenzi. The film stars Hugo Stiglitz as a television news reporter who witnesses the collapse of order in a city overrun by zombies. What the hell does that have to do with fucking... Are they airplane zombies? I don't know, dude. I'm just... I didn't make the list. All right. All right. right. All right. uh, Moving on. Ooh. (laughs) This is number 12, Flight of the Living Dead. Noise. And, hold on, it's Flight of the Living Dead Outbreak on a Plane. That's right, baby. Boy, that sounds B as shit.
1: So you know what? It has to do with a plane. Yeah. Fuck off. 2007,
0: wagon. Scott Thomas directed this. <laughs> Flight of the Living Dead is a 2007 direct-to-video zombie film directed uh, by Scott Thomas. Thomas co-wrote the screenplay with Mark Onspa and Sydney uh, I I want her. Yeah, and the... Hold on, I got to click on this real fast just to see what this says. The film was originally titled Plane Dead, Oh, boy <laughs> that sounds a lot better than uh, <laughs> whatever but, the fuck that was but the title was changed at montreal's 2007 fantasia festival screening in spite of successful screening there are there and at other festivals the film did not gain commercial release and was issued directly to dvd in unrated form Ooh, nice. so that's that one and of course not on any other lists <laughs> uh of course number 11 this is The Horror at 37,000 Feet. That is pretty scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would... That, and by the way, uh, Moody,
0: that's The Horror. Uh, not, not oh, the horror. that totally
1: changes. the yeah, movie. Yeah, that yeah, That totally
0: yeah, changes yeah. the movie Right, right, right. So uh, David Lowell Rich, from uh, directed this by uh, from 1973, The Horror at 37,000 Feet. It is an American horror television movie made for CBS television oh, wow. by David Lowell Rich. The film first aired in 1973 in the movie... Demonic forces terrorize the passengers on a Boeing 747 en route from London to New York. William Shatner. Nice. Who 10 years earlier had started the Twilight Zone episode Nightmare at 20,000 feet. <laughs> He's play, getting higher. Yeah. Plays the lead role. Shatner described his character's demise in the movie as one of his unique ways of dying.
1: Oh, look. It's on It's on another list, too. What is it? It's number 16 on something else?
0: It is. Oh, is uh, it's on a couple of lists. Look at that. It is number 45 of 58 of the best Chuck Norris movies. Chuck Connors. Oh, Chuck Connors. Sorry. (laughs) Jesus, dude. (laughs) Read that wrong. Number 13 of uh, 85 of the best William Shatner movies. Oh, wow. Number 16 of 104, the best horror movies of 1973. Oh, oh, nice. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. And number there was probably like five movies made horror movie yeah number 11 of 18 of that's the best the horror on, yeah. movies about airplanes that's what we're on right oh, yeah, now yeah. so right. there you go that's uh that's the horror at thirty seven thousand feet uh anyone ever seen that nope nope okay
1: i i think i if i i perused the list
0: and i think i've only seen one of these movies so i'm sorry you do what i perused you perused again i perused you, yes. you do a lot of perusing I've i do noticed. i do actually yes. I, that's part of my job you know yes yes number 10 airborne from 2012 Airborne is a 2012 horror film written by Paul Cronell and directed by Dominic Burns, who describes Airborne as a tongue-in-cheek film in the tradition of the Twilight Zone.
1: Okay. Isn't that fucking, hold on, isn't there like an old, like, isn't there an 80s fucking, like,
0: uh, Airplane? Is that what you're thinking of? No, an 80s, like, (laughs) Aircon.
1: No. Con Air. I'll kill you, dude. Ooh. (laughs) Nope, here it is. This is what I was talking about. It's like an 80s fucking rollerblading movie or 90s rollerblading movie. What? I've seen this movie. It's called Airborne. Yeah, the movie we're talking about. No, it's oh. completely different. 1993. It's like a, it's like one of those movies. It's like this, he's like the new kids in town, bro. And he rollerblades and he gets in with the crew. He's got to prove himself and all that kind of shit. It's one of those. So of those typical
0: not late 80s, early 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, gotcha, it's amazing. Gotcha, dude. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Number
1: nine is Seth Green's in it.
0: Oh, wait, maybe I have seen that then.
1: He's in it at some point.
0: I don't know who he is. <laughs> Number Jack nine Jackson here is apparently Altitude never seen that one yeah altitude 2010 altitude is a canadian horror they do a lot of f- plane movies a uh canadian horror television and direct-to-video film directed by canadian comic book writer and artist care andrews yeah there it is huh. and uh it's about a plane <laughs> that's that's hey, pretty much re- that one.
1: real quick that airborne movie that i was just talking about uh-huh. uh it's about an inline it's about inline skating and it's about it's about a a surfer from California who has to move to Ohio with his parents.
0: Damn, that does suck. <laughs> okay, I feel like I've seen that. I, I guarantee I you have you've seen, seen that. It, dude. it was called Airborne. Yeah, and with an E at the end. Yep. Really? Yeah. You can't have that same title. Look at fucking. Look at
1: that. Uh, hold on. Somebody stole that title. Look, look at the picture. You know who that is in that picture? That's
0: fucking it's fucking fucking young Jack, Jack, Jack. Oh, he was dude. the bad guy. in Yeah. It. <laughs> Yeah, he was yeah. the freaking antagonist in yep. that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The non-skater. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Number eight on our list is 7500. Oh. Yeah. From, uh, let's see, directed by Takashi Shimuzu. Oh, yeah, yeah. 7500 is a 2014 American Supernatural film directed by Takashi Shimuzu. It was originally scheduled to be released on August 12, 2012, but was delayed to uh, April 19, 2013. And then to an unspecified date in October of 2013, which was pushed back again yet another year to do October 3rd, 2014 for the U.S. release. Wow. Yeah. So, so what's it about? That's um, all it says. It's about a plane. There's uh,
1: nothing else about the movie? That's pretty much it. It just talks about how it kept getting pushed back. That's it.
0: Wait, is that is that, is that the part of the story? That's just, it. The story just keeps getting pushed back. So You're yep, just watching was a movie.
1: 7,500.
0: 7, 7,500. Yeah. It didn't
1: come out till 2019. Holy shit.
0: What? <laughs> Low budget. You know what, though? Wait a minute. Hold on. Who is
1: this? This is. This can't be the same one. Well, maybe no, it's not. This is. This isn't the same. This says. Terrorists storm the cockpit of an Airbus and hijack the plane. It's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it.
0: I don't think. Hold on. It might be. Hold on. Let me look. Seventy-five hundred or seventy-five thousand. Seventy-five hundred. That's the only thing coming up. Lacarno uh, Festival, Amazon Studios, Michael Lesman. Yeah, Joseph
1: Gordon-Levitt.
0: Okay, so after all that shit, it came out in 2019. Jeez. And it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Probably because he paid
1: for the movie. It, wait, who did they say? Like, because the director is not the same person.
0: Um, it says uh, the director, uh, well, now it says that it's directed by Patrick. Patrick? Vollrath.
1: Right. But it was like some of that other guy in the, wait original a minute. Thing, Yeah. Right? The
0: other one said it was Takashi. Some... Takashi Shimuzu. Or maybe yeah. that's why I got pushed back. Cause I got rid of his ass. Maybe. Anyway, guess what number seven is. What's number seven? Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Hey, I hey. Got it right. hey. I've i seen this. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's
1: the only one hey. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Of all the shit, this is what I is. am sick and that, tired of these motherfucking snakes that, on this motherfucking movie. Of, all the, of about, all the movies
0: we've the talked Of all the movies we've ever talked about, seen. he's seen this one. I'm proud, though, to be honest with you. Because at least he's seen this one. I, yeah, actually,
1: I actually like this movie. It
0: was amazing. Are you kidding me? And if you guys don't know, it's Sam Jackson. And he's on a plane and snakes start going everywhere. <laughs> there's pretty much nothing else to tell you the uh the name of the movie sums up everything, yeah that's much. it it is number nine of 26 in the best movies hmm. coming to netflix in november of 21 Oh, that's this month excited about that watch that shit oh yeah i oh, oh, yeah. too 35 of 80 of the scariest animal horror movies ever made really and number seven of 26 of the wow. best f-bombs in movie history fuck yeah dude. and that is again logan what is it i am sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Yeah, that would be the. I one.
1: guarantee you that list is mostly Samuel Jackson.
0: That's gotta be that guy. Literally, you want to see what that is? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So the best f bombs in movie history. Let's, yeah, we to go down see this, this rabbit hole real quick. Oh, number thirteen, like good fellas on. will oh, probably oh, be. On I know there what number somewhere. one is. Let's go for number ten on this. All right. Um, it's Step Brothers. Shut the fuck up, Dale. <laughs> okay. It's. Shut ooh, the fuck number up, nine, Donnie. Big Lebowski. Go. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. You're out of your. You're out of your element. Number eight. Knock knock, who's there? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) From Catch Me If You Can, (laughs) that's pretty funny. Number seven, I've had it with these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking plane. Okay. Number six, how the fuck am I funny? What's so fucking funny about me? I knew that Pesci, Goodfellas. I I was going to say
1: Goodfellas is going to be in there. Godfather. (laughs) Number five,
0: go fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) From Anchorman. (laughs) This is the best list ever. This is amazing, dude. Yep. Number four. You're one ugly motherfucker. A predator. Predator. That's yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Number three. Oh, first, uh, X-Men First Class. Wolverine says, go fuck yourself. That's when he's dude. in the bar or whatever. That's when what he's in the come. bar they're coming in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, do you want to join? And he's like, go fuck yourself. I was yeah, like, okay. Which is funny. The only reason I think it's on this list is because that was such a holy what like moment. they do that in that movie? Because that was like, a Sony wow, PG dude. movie. Yeah. 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 Number two. English motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Jackson from Pulp Fiction. And number one, Yippie yay motherfucker all from right, Die there Hard. You go. Hey, but you know, Sam Jackson wasn't one of the diehards, too, so you know. He wasn't the, yeah, was yeah. the third one. Yeah, he wasn't the third one. That was that's still so right. That's awesome. What a great list. That is a grid That experience. is like my favorite list we've done so far. Only yeah. because we we can say fuck all the time. I and I mean like we that. do that anyway. Yes. Number six on our list for the uh the plane movies here is Quarantine
1: 2, Terminal. Okay, I saw the first quarantine. I'm I have it actually in my house. house. It's not bad. It's yeah. about rats that uh, basically fuck people up. They like
0: bite. It's, yeah, whatever. It's like a zombie type thing. Number 44 of 107 of the best movies about disease outbreaks. Number 53 of 146 of the best zombie movies of all time. And number 26 of 48 of the best horror movies about virus outbreaks.
1: I've never seen this one. I have seen the first one. By the
0: way, if you guys want to watch something amazing, check out Eli Eli Ross' History of Horror. Yeah, it's a good show, dude. What an amazing show! Yeah, it's awesome. God, it's so now. it, It lots of spoilers. There's a bunch of movies that if you haven't seen, they're just going to tell you how it ends. Yeah, oh, so I should go watch that. So not yeah. the like There you <laughs> go. That's perfect. Okay, for you. you can uh, pretend like you've actually seen. Yeah, some, yeah, that's, yeah. It's actually perfect <laughs> that's for the Logan where
1: this happens. you be like, "Whoa, look at this guy. it's wow. perfect." Just go
0: watch that. You'll know every movie wow. we ever talk about. <laughs> wow. Number five, flight plan. Uh, Jodie Foster Okay, This is where her daughter
1: disappears on the plane or some shit? No, that's red-eye.
0: Airplane engineer Kyle Pratt. uh, uh, Jodie Foster is heading home from Germany to New York on a double-decker flight to bury her husband. But three hours into the flight, she awakens to find her young. Hold on. Have to click on this. Daughter missing. Oh, I was right. Okay, that is that one. And the entire flight crew, including Captain Rich, Sean Bean, and Air Marshal Gene Carson, Peter Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard? Sarsgard. 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 Yeah. This is number 73 of 320 of the greatest disaster movies of all time. Damn. That's pretty good. 86 of 111 of the best aviation movies. And number six of 34 of the best air disaster movies. Wow. Wow, That's pretty good. Six of 34.
1: Okay. Number six.
0: Number four on our list is The Langoliers. Uh, Stephen King. That's bad, though. Yeah, it's a bad
1: movie. I remember watching that. It's got Belky in it. Does it? Yeah, he's like one of the main guys on the plane, man. Do you know it was written by Tom Holland? What was? This movie. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Get the
0: fuck out of yeah. here. Not that Tom Holland. <laughs> not our Spider-Man Tom no, Holland. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People Another get that confused. There's yeah. two different... Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was all right. The book was way better. Great. Yeah, the book is better. does a good job in it, though. And it's not even on any fucking lists. So. Did you actually read the book? Who? Either of you, yeah, I did. I have, I have it in my house. Yeah, Langoliers.
1: Yeah, I have like hundred Stephen King books in my house. I've read, yeah. I've read a shitload of them.
0: Damn. Number three is Red Eye with oh, Rachel okay. McAdams, and is it Cillian or Killian Murphy?
1: I don't know. I think it's Cillian. because it's,
0: yeah, it's C. I it pronounce Killian. it Cillian, but uh, I think
1: people pronounce it Killian. Cillian
0: though. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's directed by Wes Craven. Or boy. Wes Craven, we love him. Yep. Uh, 2005, in the wake of her grandmother's funeral, hotel manager Lisa Reiser, played by Rachel McAdams, is waiting to fly back home when she meets charming Jackson Ripner, played by Cillian Murphy, at check-in. She thinks it is uh, that it's luck that they're seated together on the plane, but soon learns Otherwise, Jackson hopes to ass assassinate the head of Homeland Security, but to do so, he needs Lisa to reassign the official uh, room number at her hotel. Oh, wow. And Cillian Murphy, he's, uh, he was a uh, scarecrow in uh, the Batman movies. Yeah,
1: he's in that, Is he in that Peaky
0: Blinders or
1: whatever? That yeah, Batman yeah, shows? yeah, Peaky
0: Blinders. He's like the main dude. In he was also in, uh, what's that, the silent one, The, the uh, Quiet Place. It was I've, the, the I've new one, seen, the new seen one. Seen oh, the second one. Yeah. I've never dude, they're seen great. I've never they're great. They're really intense, only because everyone has to be fucking quiet the whole yeah, it's time. like super tense. Yeah, ten, yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty awesome. You no, know, they actually, like, all of them learn sign language for that movie. Yeah, it was... It, dude, girl, I thought they were is great.
1: It the is the wife or the mom or She's really deaf, too.
0: Uh, I think it's the daughter in that. The daughter. Yeah, the, the, daughter. Daughter, the daughter is okay. yeah, 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 the yeah, daughter is deaf, yeah. On another side note, I just watched The Tomorrow War. Oh, yeah, how was that? With Chris Pratt? Yeah. Um... Was actually really good. It was pretty intense in spots. With the like, they did a great job on the uh, alien monsters and that. Really, yeah. I thought it was convoluted and kind of outstretched and should have been like maybe an hour and a half movie. But it was it was good. Well, we'd like to know what you guys think. Tell us what you guys think. Have you ever seen Tomorrow War? And if you like Chris Pratt, if not. Anyway, this uh, Red Eye is number fourteen of fifteen of non R rated movies, horror movies as scary as anything. Number six of thirty two of the best thriller movies with a kidnapping. Number 11 of 14 of uh, 14 movies where a normal night spirals out of control. There, there's a list for that.
1: Yeah, I feel like there'd be more than 14 movies yeah. on that
0: too. Number two, Twilight Zone, the movie. <laughs> and if you remember, we talked about this where John Landis... There's something on the wing. <laughs> Some something <laughs> <laughs> We talked about this in our cursed movies. This is yeah. considered a cursed movie because John Landis actually... Killed uh, the motherfuckers. Unfortunately killed two children and uh, the uh, the star of the, uh, the one segment he was doing. Yeah. And, yeah, this is Steven Spielberg, George Miller, John Landis, Joe Dante. They went together. They did a series of movies. And this is where, yeah, our boy is something. The, the gremlins. Yeah, with the gremlins. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And, uh, of course, this is number 209 of 512 of the greatest movies of the 80s. Loved it. All right. 95 of 176 of movies that need sequels. Agreed. And number 159 of 723 of the best horror movies of all time. Wow. Yeah.
1: Can we go? Can we go back to the top movies that need sequels and see what's number one on that list? Of course,
0: we can do that. Why don't we just sit here and just do this all day long? <laughs> just go down the rabbit hole, and just doing it. Totally and why don't we start at number five on this one? All right, movies that need sequels. Edge of Tomorrow. I don't even know what that is. That's Tom Cruise. I haven't even seen that one yet. Oh fuck him! Why the fuck would they? Anyway, number four, Beetlejuice. Agreed. Aren't yeah. they making a sequel to that? So yeah. They keep talking about it, but supposedly. it's not. It's not supposedly. In produ- it's not in production or anything. Oh. Last I checked. Okay. I agree, though they need a sequel for that. Yeah. Uh, number three, Constantine, absolutely need that a... one. They're making another one of. They need to.
1: They're, they're definitely doing that with one. Keanu.
0: Yeah. Oh. Ho, ho. Mm. Love that fucking movie. Uh, number two, The Fifth Element. That'd be cool. It'd be cool to see it. A... I don't know how you make. But a yeah. Sequel how do you make that, a sequel though. to The Fifth Element? Because they saved the world from the darkness. Yeah. Which is the world destroyed. always needs saving, dude. Lilo multipass. Yes. Oh, yeah. multipass. Do me the joke, Jogl- please the Jovovich has always been one of She was amazing in that. Female she actress.
1: is a okay-looking woman.
0: I, I'm not saying that she's as attractive and anything. I'm just saying I like her as an actor. Why She's why, a great actress. Why, man. as men, can we not say that she is an attractive young lady? Because then we sound like pigs. Well, because she's not young. Yeah, but I also think that, like, at his prime, Bruce Willis was an attractive man. But Bruce Willis is still attractive. Eh, I don't know about now. He looks pretty rough around the edges. I'd have given it to him. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay number two or no, that was number two on the list for that one and number one is alita battle angel that that movie bombed it didn't it i've never even heard bombed. of this came what about like avatar two it's robert rodriguez came out a couple years ago avatar is coming out soon by the way yeah, supposedly i thought that
1: movie bombed
0: i've never heard of that
1: it yeah, came out like maybe is it like is it a manga or something or it's like a weird combination of like oh it's one of those like live action and whatever like that weird one
0: with keanu it's based off of uh like anime i think what was that one with Keanu? Where it was scanner like Darkly. Scanner Darkly, yeah. yeah. Mm. Such a weird, weird movie. That was cool, movie. though. That was way ahead of its time. Yeah, it, yeah I agree. But gotcha. then again, so was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Anyway, oh, that, was that was the good. best. All right. So, where are we so at? number one on our list. Oh, of the airplanes. For plane movies. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Don't front like you hate this movie. <laughs> hey, man, list. I'm enjoying myself. Is Final Destination. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Because he's on a plane. <laughs> kind of figure that. Yeah. Don't pretend like you've seen this logo. I actually have. I've seen one, two, three, and four. And The Final Destination. I like those movies. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you guys have seen this. You know, there's premonitions everywhere. And once somebody dies or avoids dying, death seems to come back after them. Okay. It's actually a really cool premise. The and I love. this. I like the first
1: one. I thought that the, the first one was, good was good actually too. awesome. Yeah. I really did. Ooh, Jesus criminy.
0: But to me, though, it's like the Saw movies where it's all about the deaths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah, yeah. See, the the, the storyline movies... doesn't even fucking matter. No, but the, pre- the Saw the movies get better. Pretty
1: cool though. On the, oh, the first one, was, yeah.
0: Dude, the Saw movies get better though it because old. it actually. No, they don't. There's been. a storyline to it. No, they're terrible. Now they're making spinoffs and shit. After
1: like the third, actually. Even How the many
0: spinoffs of Final Destination are there? Okay, so so here's my thing about the Saw movies, as well as these two. Yeah. Especially the Saw ones because they try to connect it is all together. James Wan, but they, uh, the did Final Destination.
1: The no, Saw. Did he do the first one? No, he did Final Destination. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: But anyway, I feel like they didn't know it was gonna happen with Saw at first. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then they pieced together Ex- the storyline. Exactly. You know so right. it
1: kind of makes it like to me that makes
0: it shittier. Right. Wasn't Saw one wasn't that just like a couple of dudes that your mom was a couple of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually the dude that uh helped um or one of the directors or writers of the It or was James that. Wan, he did the first one. Did he? I fucking thought so, yeah. Of what? Saw he directed the first Saw. Who was the guy who was the what was he, a producer of it then? He's the younger dude. Greg
1: Hoffman, Oren.
0: Let me see. What Greg he looks
1: Hoffman, Oren Cools, and Mark Berg. They produced the first fucking like
0: six of them. Jesus. So this one is 793 of 1,436 of the most rewatchable movies. Wait, That's pretty awesome. 793 of uh, 1436. Oh wow. Okay. That's pretty. So like halfway. Yeah. Yeah. 13 of 125 of the best intelligent horror movies. Okay. I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, I mean, I could see it. And number six of 91 of, wait a minute, of the best teen slasher movies? Yeah, I could see that. It's not a fucking slasher movie.
1: Uh, yeah, but it gets lumped in with all those, like, 90s, Nope. early 2000s slasher.
0: Who's the killer? Death? death Mm-mm. No. Yeah, you can't is. use death. You're using a euphemism as a you being. Yeah, but they no. made it into no. a being. In this. How do you
1: know that death is not
0: real, a real person or en- entity? Correct. Because he doesn't have a mask. Yeah, how do you know? He hides behind a cow. He's cowl, a skeleton. He and doesn't he doesn't have mask. blades in his hands. Or go, Gee, he has a scythe. He's got a scythe. <laughs> and he does make yeah, the Yeah, but they weren't killed by scythe. He, he makes the wind go. He doesn't ooh. need to kill him
1: by scythe. He just needs to go like plane blow up. Yeah. And the plane blows up. Water so falls if, out of your So, so if there was, was a started. guy
0: that walked out with a cloak and a scythe and went pointed at the plane and it blew up i'd be like yes slasher film yeah but since you don't actually see an actual killer there but now wait wait hold that's on that's not a slasher now film. what if you see the air move and a couple of things go wonky <sighs> no on the plane? Look no go. no Look no, no. Okay. Okay. you're you're to me a slasher is there has to be an actual physical killer I just, no i
1: understand that. Yeah, that's saying. that's what i'm saying but all those kind of movies get lumped in together and i don't like in it in that time frame i don't like era. it but... i think they should stop you don't have to like it, but that's just the way it is,
0: bro. <laughs> that's just how it is. How the cookie crumbles, man. <laughs> so listen, passengers, we hope you enjoyed your ride on a really, really uh, a crazy nuts. Bonkers. Just lot a lot to unpack, uh a case and it was it's a uh, it's long nuts. and
1: winding road yeah. to get back to where we were. It's 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 uh lots of ins and outs. It's pretty wild. Lots of facets.
0: Yeah, so if you uh, happen to know anything or if you happen to know someone to know something or if you just want to talk to your friends about it, please do. Please yeah. let us know what you think about it in social media because that's uh, that's kind of, you know, what yeah. we do here. And also, let's talk about the contest real quick.
1: We do. I hope, uh, yeah, absolutely. Contest time. What do So
0: you Moody, got? what's the contest about? Yeah, tell me.
1: If I remember correctly, because you guys don't really keep me informed of everything.
0: <laughs> Same. We got...
1: We got some stickers. We did. Some Midnight Train stickers. We did. That we're going to send out to some people's that want them. We do. And the contest is going to be those people's are going to put those stickers in very visible places. We do. Yeah. For everyone to see. And that's about all I know. <laughs> okay. From there I don't know what happened. So yes,
0: you are correct. So we actually got some really cool stickers made up and uh they are they have How a, many did we get? We uh, a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot. Okay. Yes. So what we're gonna do is we're going to send every person that sends us either an email. Okay. A message on our website. On messenger, yeah. Or one of our social media one ones social media. with their address. We will send you stickers. We're going to send you stickers. We you have a lot of them. Are going to put those stickers in the most precarious of places? where everyone could see him where everyone could still see it. Yes. It can't be like some weird, like in the, you know,
1: like under a sink somewhere.
0: Yeah. You can't. Like well, it depends. Yeah. Well, Jeff's weird. Um, and then you're going to send us a picture of it. Right. And once a month, this is going to be ongoing for a while. Once a month, we are going to pick the coolest of out of all those. And you guys are going to receive some really cool swag. Nice. Yes. I'm thinking you're going to get some signed shit, you're going to get some yep. whatever, Autographs are and good. we're going to talk about you on the show. It's going to be worth money one day. Yeah, and we'll post up, we'll definitely post your picture on our website every, for every winner that gets posted up as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone feel free to post your pictures up though.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like, we're going to make yours a uh, a special thing on, yeah, on yeah. the website. It's okay. Yeah, okay, so yeah, for yeah. every month, there will be a special sticker of the week in where it's posted at. just for y'all yeah so it's got to be cool that so sounds if, fun yeah if you want to p- answer no um kind of you can have some stickers <laughs> so i have to do the work and i get no reward <laughs> Correct. For it? well you do people hopefully listen to our fucking show that's not a goddamn reward oh you shut it shut your fucking mouth anyway my
1: reward is just being here with you oh
0: so then yes you, you get you get a reward then but I don't need to put stickers up for that oh that's true so we do want you guys to do that so all yes. you have to do is send It'll us an fun. email the Midnight train podcast at gmail.com or go to our website and just send social us an email meds. there all the social medias it doesn't social matter where meds, it is yeah. Fucking send us something and say, here's Instagram. my address. And you should say, send me my fucking stickers. That's yes. what I want to see.
1: Send me my fucking stickers. with give your, us your address. address and that's we'll a, send you maybe half a sticker. Well, half a sticker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll send you a few of them because we got to see where a you guys put these maybe. things at. Yeah. yeah, A few. <laughs> Depending on how many of you, got you guys. You guys going to be fucking blocks of them.
1: There's only going to be like four people that write it. So.
0: Uh, that, that, that's positive thinking. That's, yeah, that's what I do. Ow. So anyway, listen. Next week. We're yep. gonna be talking about something that was suggested by one of our beautiful listeners. Oh. oh it is the banana massacre. And it's fucked up. And I didn't know anything about it. Okay. And he's
1: looking at me. Right. Is the is the listener <laughs> truly beautiful though? You I don't said know. Is that a beautiful listener? I hope so. What do you mean? They're all beautiful to me. What the hell? I'm just asking, dude. Yes. I'm putting right. you on the spot. Why? Do you think our, that listener is particularly beautiful?
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're all beautiful. You're beautiful in my eyes, Moody. Then you're fucking blind as shit. Well, I didn't, never said I could see. Hey, but did we say that you were going to be the winner of the uh, contest for uh No, that's Sexiest just because I got a huge cock. Well, wow. Cocks. <laughs> cocks. Cocks. And he's got big boobs. Lots so of cocks. So he's the winner. Oh, I got boy. Booty.
1: Yeah, it's, dude, hell yeah.
0: So, yeah, we're going to talk about the banana massacre, and basically it's a fucked up ass story where, like, a company that, you know, you probably know about who actually dealt in bananas... (laughs) fucking killed people (laughs) like it's it's crazy it's a little bit different than what you know we're doing especially today the old banana massacre the old banana massacre so make sure to stop over to our official website over the midnight train podcast.com at our website you can buy some super sweet merchandise at our new store there you know not news store it's got well new it's newish no you said news store news store. yeah you can get your news there while you're there yeah we sell newspapers yes Well, we put uh, um, license plates on them and then throw them away. Uh, I I thought we actually sold newspapers, (laughs) but it was for the day, and it takes five to seven days. No, because we're not stupid. Anyway, uh, you can find our Duke of Fingermum T-shirts, the super popular Don't Be a DeSalvo shirt, the Switchblade-wielding jersey, raccoon T-shirt, hats, phones, cases, and so much more. Also, listen, if you like to smell good, you like to feel clean, you got to use Dr. Squatch soap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Doctor Squatch is changing the way men approach hygiene and women by providing all natural, high quality, healthy pro- products like bar soaps, hair care, colognes, beard, oh, beards, beard oils. Yeah, you can actually <laughs> <And>, get beards. <laughs> you can buy a whole beard uh, <laughs> that make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. All soaps and products are made right here in the U.S. using the finest all natural ingredients, not cheaply made or harmfully mass produced. I actually just started using my yeah. What do you got? Is the Vader. I haven't used that. I have the uh, I have the Darth Maul. I haven't gotten to that one. Yet. Yeah, it's the Vader one because it's got a little bit of the scrubbies in it. Yeah, so it's a Darth Maul. And what's cool is that like I look down and I see this like from because it's black. Yeah, and you can see the black kind of going into the... like I'm the la- pine tar. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. it's awesome. At first I was like, man, I'm fucking dirty. I'm
1: using like uh, eucalyptus something. Yeah, you said it smells uh, it opens pretty up awesome. The pores opens it up great. your sinuses. Yeah,
0: man. So listen, get your twenty percent off. Um, get. Twenty percent off your first subscription. Just head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com forward slash sponsors, or just go to Midnight Train Podcast and click on sponsors. Listen, ladies, yeah. this is oh, it's the Christmas time.
1: Perfect Christmas yeah. gift for your dude. Yeah, listen, you get you get a you get a uh, they do it quarterly, so every three months, mm-hmm. you get you get six bars every three months, and you get to pick whatever you want. You can change it whenever you want to. I just changed up mine to get some different ones, and uh, you can change it whenever you want. And, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. And you can get it for your dude and he can smell exactly how you want him to smell. Yeah. And And you can use it too.
0: And they're good products, man. Yeah, they do. I mean, it really is. It's like, I honestly feel clean when I get out and my skin smells like, you know, a lot of soaps, like you start, like it just kind of goes away after a while, Yeah, Yeah, like all day long. Like if I smell my arm right now, dude, it smells like that. Well, I probably smell like kitchen grease right now, but anyway, like normally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I smell like a chicken wing. Well, anyway, so you can sign up for that. Like <laughs> that's why we hang out. <laughs> why are you always drooling when you're around me? So use promo code Squats 20 on the website. You'll see it there. There's a link there. Just click on it. Get magically whisked away and, and get some really cool soap because it's awesome. And it helps us. You know what I mean? It helps the show. Come yeah, absolutely. Use that promo code and whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, stop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review. And while you're there, like, follow, subscribe, and whatever the hell you can you can do there. The, hell's, the, hell's. the hell you can do there. And you'll get each episode as they are released. And everyone keeps asking, well, how can we help keep the steam in our engines? Well, listen, just tell people about the show. Please. That's it. That we ask we just, just got a
1: did we just get a message like two days ago or yesterday from a, a guy who said he just recently found us
0: yeah he said that we help him get through his hank i believe his name is so hank, hank if you're listening out there all right man thank you for uh jumping on board yeah man yeah. that's awesome you know i'd like, love to hear that yeah we would like hearing people that say you guys really help get us through the day and shit like that so that's yeah pretty cool because yeah. i don't even help myself get through the day you barely get through the day
1: what day is this
0: yeah exactly this yeah exactly where are you <laughs> where am i so listen, if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan, I know something you could do. You could literally giant. <laughs> Hold on, let me back that up. <laughs> if you are a true Midnight Train fan, yeah. diehard. Yeah. And you want bonus episodes. You want to support the show. You want to show the world that you are greater than, well, anybody else other yeah. than the other patreon poopers <laughs> sign up for uh patreon well, just go you to, might be better than some of like <laughs> go to the Mid- midnight trade podcast dot com man my mouth is going retarded on me jesus yeah. dude
1: yeah are you okay
0: nope stro- you only had one beer i'm stroking out yeah no that's just go something to something you do in private okay <laughs> <No>. <laughs> stroking off yeah i like beef stroking no, that's off that's a food yeah. oh <laughs> anyway go to our patreon page you know it's uh the midnight train podcast um dot com you can click on patreon at the top of that or go to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast for as little as five bucks a month you get bonus material i mean we're dropping bonus stuff Dude, all the i'm time. working
1: i'm working on another one i'm actually working on one i'm going to take my time Ooh, you are um it's remember what i was talking to you about about uh that band and the songs that they had and like some of the shit that they were talking about that i thought was like super cool do you remember that like the uh, the war stuff.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do a bonus with some of the. What shit. are they, they
0: like like Celtic or Nordic or some shit like they're that? They're they're from Sweden. Sweden. So yes. our Swedish
1: listeners, yes. you guys know about them, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm working on a bonus from some of the stuff that I I learned from those guys, and uh, it's gonna be pretty cool, man. Whoa, 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 whoa! You learned something? I know, fucking weird, right? Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Wow, good for you. I know. I know. So, yeah, sign up, become a Patreon pooper like That's the rest of these stuff, amazing man. people. Also, go out there and find us and follow us on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, TikTok, on YouTube, especially because Milo and his craziness is going Yeah, on. I just yeah. saw the new episode this week. I haven't and, watched it yet. Um, but no, The new one for this upcoming weekend. Oh, okay. The, this past week was pretty awesome. It was the alien abduction. Yeah, one. I didn't see that one It's yet. pretty great.
1: <laughs> Davey gets
0: taken away. It's pretty awesome. Poor on this Davey. this next one, they actually do the uh, recap for the cursed movies. Oh, nice. Except they decided to, Milo and his whole crew, decided to actually um, kind of just act out the movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's... it's I cannot wait for you to see that. So if you want to see that, oh, go over God, to YouTube, subscribe on there, uh, click that little bell up there so you guys can do all that, like it, tell your friends about it, because Milo and the crew, it's getting it's getting better and better every, every week. week. Yeah. It's getting insane. I cannot wait to see what they do in the future because it, it's just hilarious. So yeah, make sure you're doing that. We can't thank you guys enough for listening and all the love and support we have received. Honestly, you guys do keep the train moving, man. This is one day out of the week that uh, we, we sit down together and we actually uh, drink, we drink and have a good time. And, and, <laughs> And but we also tell a story, and we we feel like we're kind of doing our part. And you guys are listening; you're doing your part by listening to us. So it's yeah. kind of cool, you know. Yeah. You know. You know. So thank you so much for listening. A very special thank you to our fearless Patreon poopers, <laughs> to Stacy LeConan, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney. Trent Scott, John and Kate Desjardins, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, Albert Lopez, mm-hmm. Miles Campbell, Brian Gunselman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Turner Cox, <laughs> lots of Cox and Poopers, Sidney <laughs> Sayer, Gina Madison, Janet Sherell, Laura Randall, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalchik, Rob Webb from the Funbox Podcast. Please check out the Funbox Podcast. Note. Is, is it?
1: Who is well, no. it's not Justin Culture. What? Uh never mind. Um I think I'm
0: You all right? You high?
1: No? What are you Nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost. Okay. I got people mixed up. Just okay. keep going. Just keep going.
0: Also to Chris uh Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome from the Sister Skeleton oh, podcast. Please it was please uh check them was out. it
1: Christina's birthday?
0: Yes, I believe Happy it was. Birthday. Yes. It was If happy it birthday, was it Jessica's Christina.
1: birthday, then happy no, birthday. No, it was Christina's. Well, I, I yeah. thought so. Yeah. Happy birthday. Look, happy birthday to both of you. She posted
0: Whatever. that uh, people took her out and for drinks and yeah. dinner and stuff. And happy birthday. Have, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy, <laughs> birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> <Mr>. to <President>. you. <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday. There you go. That's Why for did you. you stroke your nipples part way through that?
1: You've never seen Wayne's world?
0: Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Dude. Fired. Anyway, also to Maria Gibbs, to Chainsaw. What the fuck? jigsaw rick resler courtney bachelor katie braminick and our boy bill birch oh good for you so listen spread the word all right and if you want your name to be mentioned on the show and for us to be forever grateful just become a patreon uh, pooper producer you know what i mean like get out there man fucking yeah because uh we're actually going to be doing a bonus episode right when we're done here and it's gonna be ready for this weekend so you sign up and you can listen to what we're talking about because it's going to be something different this week. I'm, I'm feeling yeah. I'm feeling froggy. I
1: can't wait because this is yes. the first time I've been able to do a bonus in a while. Yeah, I'm feeling froggy. Yeah,
0: if you're feeling froggy, yeah. to jump. Are we going to do it right. naked? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Let's get the camera going for that one. So stay safe out there, passengers. And as always, a choo-choo, motherfuckers.
1: I'll
0: go home and get your fucking shine box.